right, we're starting. All right. So, you know, <laughs> here we are. Uh, you asked for it out there, guys. You got it. They say, give the people what they want. I feel like that's about like exactly what we're about to do today. Give the people what they want here on Valuetainment. Quick introduction. Uh, welcome to SauceCast. This is the sexiest financial show in the world. This is where finance meets romance. Okay. And today... It's not about me. It's not about even these guys right here. It's about the audience. The audience has been asking to have Pearl and Hafiz round two. I feel like it's like Apollo Creed, Rocky out here. I didn't even know that. But I, don't, but I don't even think it's that much beef. I just, I feel like the people want it. So on this show, the, the, the basic premise is to have discourse. We want to have conversations. 90 plus percent of our audience are men, so we want to help men improve their status. We want to see men get paid, laid, and do it their way. This is what we do here. <laughs> but it, it, on, the, on today's episode, for those of you that are tuning in, hey, thank you for being here. Give a like. I think, what do you always say at the beginning of episodes? Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And right ring there. that notification ring bell. Ring that notification <laughs> bell. Um, so I thank you for that. Uh, um, I feel like uh, on this episode, I I'm here for one reason, to be an innocent bystander moderator and let you guys have a, 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 an open discourse. Mm -hmm. If at any point I'll chime in with questions, if someone starts talking too much, I'll say, hey guys, all right, cool, let the other person speak. All good, uh -huh. but I'm like, a fly on the <laughs> right. I'm like a fly on the wall to have for Pearl and Huffies to have this conversation. This is something I think that you wanted to do. Yeah. I think this is something that you wanted to do. You're like, oh, Pearl's in town, <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> so, so this is great. By the way, if, you do, if you're not familiar with these two, you're just logging in, subscribing. Thank you for being here. Subscribe to Value Tame. Subscribe to Value Tame Money. Pearl, YouTuber, a lot call you the face of the, of the red pill for women these days. You host a show, you're based in London, mm. host a, a show called the pregame, it's uh, three days a week, I want to say, four days a week. Four, but. Four days a week, <laughs> who's counting? Uh, and the one thing I know about Pearl is you are the anti-feminist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I, would say, I would say that's an accurate description. Okay, well, there it is. Hafiz, my dude in the Damn house. Brother. He started off, you know him from the roommates. Uh, obviously, you're, you're, I think your premise is you want to help men, everyday men, just improve their life and get better. And I think part of that is you started the standard, yes, sir. Yes, which, sir. you know, it's, it's, a, it's a community, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a clothing line. Yeah. It's just about raising your standard. Of course. Right? So um, before we get started, I got a whole list of questions. We're gonna, I have a whole list of topics. Mm -hmm. We're going to go through red pill, role of a man, role of a woman, feminism, marriage, divorce, body count, sex, mm. and of course, money. Uh, is there anything, it's almost like touch gloves right now. <laughs> uh, is there anything you guys just want to say real quickly yeah. before we get into this? Ladies first, you want to just say a quick introduction, anything you want to say. Go ahead. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's such a You let us get no. right to it. Okay. Look it. Yeah, subscribe to my YouTube just for other things. <laughs> promotion, promotion, promotion. Um, I will say um, thank you to Hafiz for coming out. Course. He flew all the way out there. To just all for you, Pearl. Yeah. I look it. <laughs> okay, um, a, lot of, a lot of people yeah. wouldn't take it with how it blew up. So I do think it's, you know, admirable that you came out. Of course. <laughs> Uh, anything that you want to say or establish or set the ground rules of or course, anything like that? Of course, of course. Now, nah, first and foremost, man, I just want to thank Adam, man. Adam's my guy um, for facilitating this conversation. I think what we need more in today's society is conversation 
Um, I also want to shout out Pearl for being willing to have this conversation. I think sometimes when there's misunderstandings and miscommunications, it's very easy to like kind of demonize the other side. Um, but to be willing to continue to talk, that's very admirable of, of you. And I'm very excited about the conversation today. So Pearl, thank you so much. That's awesome, respect. And um, again, I'm, I'm here to help establish open discord are there going to be things you agree upon? Sure. Are there going to be things you disagree upon? That's all good. This is what we do here. And at the end of the day, the whole premise of a debate isn't to establish, oh, who won or who lost. It's not about that. It's what the audience can take from this. Yeah. So, E, Malik, if we can, turn, turn up fees up a little bit because I just want to make sure that uh, his, his audio is good. So let's just start off with probably the, the question everybody's asking is, so last time you guys had a conversation, it turned in from a conversation to a lot dialogue, some call it a debate, um, very spirited, a lot of opinions, who won, who lost, person got triggered, this, that, the other, some person was like gaslighting the other. So a lot of people say that, you know, Hafiz, you got triggered uh, uh, in, in this situation, and then maybe you were maybe condescending to pearls. These are what people are saying, okay? But I also know that you're a very... Um, uh, emotional guy like you wear your heart on your sleeve uh you're you're passionate so i i feel like some people don't maybe not know that about you even like behind the scenes you're like yo what up bro like that's you yeah. so it, it, it you're th having passion is a great thing so let's start with you mm -hmm. if you can kind of give a summary of what you think happened last time what do you think happened and then what do you think what would you want the haters to know about what happened yeah i think for me the biggest thing that um i was not going into it thinking of a debate. You know, um, Pearl reached out to me about doing a collaboration. And um, so there was no winner. Like, I wasn't trying to win or uh, anything like that. I think there was a lot of miscommunication. I think there was a lot of misunderstanding. I think a lot of us talking over one another. And so I'm really hoping that today we can be able to clarify those things. But I just feel like the previous conversation was just one big miscommunication on both sides. Gotcha. So what would you say to the haters that were like, nah, that's it. Hafiz, I thought I liked you, but no, nah, th that's it. Like any of those guys. I mean, listen, if you don't have haters, you're not doing something yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So don't worry about that. But what would you say to those people who are, who are kind of talking smack about you? The reality of life is that all people can do is try their best to represent themselves. You know, people, when... Um, the late Kevin Samuels passed away. I said, people aren't who they are on their best days, neither are they who they are on their worst days. They, totally they are who they are on most days, which is a human being trying their best. And so my desire is, I'm not here to change anybody's mind. Um, whatever you believe, you believe about me. Um, but I'm just here to simply um, communicate to help the most men possible because end of the day, what matters the most in today's conversation is men winning. So that's what it's all about. Love that. So hey, Pearl. Wait. Did I talk over you in that conversation? In regards to... No, the, you said uh, we talked over each other. Did I talk over you? So in regards to the conversation, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I haven't went back and rewatched oh, okay. it, but I, I did know there's a lot of miscommunication. But mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing is that we're here today mm -hmm. to be able to move forward, and that's what I really want to focus so, on. So my question to you is, so give me your, give me your perspective of what happened. What did you expect to happen? Mm -hmm. like, and then what in reality, what did happen? Give me your expectations versus reality. Yeah, um, I actually expected to agree with you on most stuff. Um, I didn't expect it to be a debate at all either. Um, I just found it hard to like, get a word in, to be honest. Um, and a lot of times I would try to talk, and I, 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 didn't really, I felt like I couldn't talk on my own show. <laughs> Well, listen, I mean, shout out to what we're doing here. Yeah. This is why you have a moderator and an arbitrator and a host mm -hmm. to make sure that we have equal opportunity to speak. So you're going to have just as much time as a piece to speak today. Mm -hmm. So you go. What, what, 
did you want to say last time that you weren't able to say if you're saying that he was speaking over to you? What do you think? Um, I would say last. It was more of a question. Um, would you say, so you said you don't do, uh, disagree or you disagree with the Red Pill's description of marriage. Mm -hmm. um, I was just curious, why? Okay, mm -hmm. so why do I personally disagree mm -hmm. with the Red Pill dis mm -hmm. and then disagree with marriage? Mm -hmm. um, for anybody watching this, one of the- Wait, cause I can, can I ask one more thing? I'm oh, sorry, yeah, I'm you sorry, yeah, I'm good, sorry. I know I cut you <laughs> go off. Ahead, yeah. But like, do you think that what they're saying about the laws is untrue? No. Okay. No, 100%. Um, so um, for anybody watching this today, I'm gonna be trying to quote as many statistics as possible. Mm -hmm. um, my desire is to present the information that people can do with it, whatever they want. Mm -hmm. So if you guys go to the uh, roommate's YouTube channel, go to the community tab, there's gonna be um, statistics that I'm gonna quote. I want people to criticize it, scrutinize it, mm -hmm. pick it apart because at the end of the day, it's about the information that helps men. So Natalia, if you don't mind, can you go to the document that I shared you, um, data for men? Um, about marriage benefits for men. So the first thing that I've heard communicated is that um, marriage has zero benefits for men. And if, and if it's true that marriage has zero benefits for men, that's true and we need to talk about that. But according to statistics in the Harvard study, there are many benefits um, um, in marriage for men. For example, men have, um, married men have lower mortality rates, men have, married men have lower depression rates, lower Alzheimer's rates, um, lower de decreased cancer deaths, if you scroll down a little bit, Natalia, if you don't mind, um, optimal home life to be able to raise their children and married men earn more money, and it's additional statistics as well. So they, there are mm -hmm. benefits for a man so today when it comes to marriage. In regards mm -hmm. to some of the challenges, you're 100% right, there are challenges and there are issues and we need to address them and solve them, but mm -hmm. there are benefits for men today and I want men to know the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to marriage. And, mm -hmm. and just to be clear here, because um, we're gonna go through a whole range of topics. Okay. So you're gonna be doing more answering mm -hmm. than questions, but that's fine, you asked mm -hmm. a question. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important to establish you're married, correct? Yes, sir. You've been married for how long? Uh, uh, over a year. Okay, so yeah. you're married, so okay. And you're single. Mm -hmm. We talked about this yesterday. Yes. A, lot of, a lot of DMs coming in, in, in the inbox these <laughs> days. <laughs> chill out, chill out, chill out. <laughs> but we are talking about marriage right here. So um, I guess let me give you guys some stats and then we'll kind of open up for, for, for dialogue. So. Marriage in Western society is definitely on the decline. There's a, there's a quote from the New York Times saying that the married will soon be the minority, right? And usually people will get married all over time. It's also no secret, we talked about this yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, that men tend to be the big losers in the court system, especially mm -hmm. when a divorce happens mm -hmm. in marriage, okay? So it's not an all bad thing. It's not an all good thing. Like there's benefits to marriage. There's pros, there's cons. So. Is it is it is your question saying are you basically saying the red pill um, props up marriage or basically disses marriage saying that there's no benefit to it and a man should not get married? Is that essentially what you're saying about the red pill? And you're essentially saying, no, there are benefits. Like, give me your, your, your full scope of your argument. Yeah, so the full scope of the argument is that I agree. Uh, Pearl talked about some of the laws today, and, you, and mm -hmm. I hope you get into the statistics. Mm -hmm. Men need to know about the bad, the ugly, and the terrible laws going on today. We need to address those. So the bad and ugly we need to talk about. Mm -hmm. But there are good things about marriage, and 
and there's a lot of statistics that we'll go through today about mm-hmm. the benefits. So my biggest thing is that if the red pill is telling the truth, the truth is the good that's happening, the bad that's mm-hmm. happening, and the ugly that's happening. So my mm-hmm. biggest issue is that when we're not communicating, we're only communicating the bad and the ugly and removing mm-hmm. the good, you're not communicating the full truth for men. Is, is that Would what you, you think is that, is that, I guess, the perspective from the red pill is that mm-hmm. marriage is not a good thing? Like the reason that you're asking, you start, you could, you had one thing to ask him and you started with marriage. Mm-hmm. I assume that's a, the, that's what we talked a major, about. A okay. Well, I assume that's yeah. a major thing you want to address. Mm-hmm. So from your perspective, what is Hafiz not recognizing? Have you heard Rolo say that men and women are better together than they are apart? Because. He said, have I heard Rolo say mm-hmm. what? He, he says that men and women are better together than they are apart. Okay. Um, I think a lot of guys believe in the institution of marriage, just not the legal side of it. Yeah. So that's okay. Like I just don't think that's true. I think they say there's no benefits, like in like legally, not. Not not like as an institution. So unpack like, that like, a little bit. So I'm saying like, men and women are better together. Marriage is a good thing, but the way it's set up today just doesn't benefit men. I yeah. Mean, not, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Ninety percent of men don't get custody of their kids in a divorce. Right. We talked about yeah. that yesterday. Mm-hmm. These are just stats, mm-hmm. not my opinion. Uh, women initiate 70% of divorces. That mm-hmm. goes up to 90% if they're college-educated. College, yeah. um, <laughs> women get the kids 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, was mm-hmm. it 90% of the time they're getting the ones getting alimony? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have those exact stats that we talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. But with anything, mm-hmm. there's risk and reward. Mm-hmm. With anything. I, what, I don't care if it's driving a car. I don't care if it's getting married. I don't care if it's going mm-hmm. swimming, if it's working out, if mm-hmm. it's going out partying and drinking, there's risk and reward. Mm-hmm. So... You're basically saying, hey, cool, I got married, bro. Yeah. Like, there's the major reward to it. I recognize the risk. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the reward outweighs the risk. And my question to you, Pearl, is do you personally, Pearl, mm-hmm. um, believe that there's any benefits for men to get married today? Legally? No, in no, general. No, all, in, no in that's all, what I'm saying. Yes, like, yes. Ma- again, I be- like role, uh, men and women are better together. I mean, my parents are married. I'm really thankful for having two parents in the home. I just think <clears throat> from a legal perspective, like if I was a guy, I probably wouldn't get married legally. So you're saying mm-hmm. that there is benefits that, mar- men, that, that men have to be married today? Mm-hmm. From a not, a not from a legal yeah, perspective. Yeah, so, so n- not from a legal, there is benefits. Mm-hmm. Can you name a few of them if you don't mind? Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked having two parents in the home. I think that's good. I think commitment is good. Um, and How does that benefit men? So I'm just, I want to be specific with you. Mm-hmm. So you said men, did, not legally, of course, but mm-hmm. there are benefits for men today when it comes to marriage. Can if, you share I some should of those say, benefits? Yeah, if they pick the right girl, I think um, having a support system is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also dependent on if they pick the right of girl. Of course, 100%. Um, I think that having someone... I don't know. I just think it's better to like have someone by your side. Of course. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And one of the things, and I, I really appreciate you sharing that, mm-hmm. Pearl, is I want to clarify something mm-hmm. that may be, I may not have communicated properly. Mm-hmm. There are certain things I stand for. Mm-hmm. I want to see men have money in their pockets, a family by their side, and respect on their name. I, I've mm-hmm. been, been talking about that mm-hmm. theme. And I believe those are good things for men. 
anything that I see mm-hmm. trying to take that away from men, the, any bad idea, that's what I'm against. Mm-hmm. So I'm not against any individual person. I'm against mm-hmm. any idea that I personally believe mm-hmm. hurts the lives of men. So I want to clarify as we continue mm-hmm. to move forward. I'm never against any individual mm-hmm. person. I want to see every single man mm-hmm. have the best life possible. One of the things I loved about Pearl before the show started, mm-hmm. she was talking about her dad. Her mm-hmm. dad's like a freaking rock star. The compliments, mm-hmm. the encouragement, mm-hmm. like just her as a woman, like like by having an amazing father really benefit her life. I want to see more women have fathers like Pearl. Mm-hmm. I want to see more men become fathers like her father mm-hmm. was. And so any idea that helps men, I love it. Mm-hmm. And any idea I think that hurts men, I'm against it. Ten mm-hmm. kids in the, in, in the Pearl crazy. house. And which one are you, by the way? Oh, gosh. It's a, it, it depends how you count it. Um, I grew up with six. I was the second to six. And then they adopted three teenagers later. And oh, then wow. I actually oh, wow. had a brother at 22. They gave up for adoption when my mom was 17. So I didn't find out, find out about him until I was older. But out of the original six I grew up with, I was second. Okay. You were the second oldest or second youngest? Second oldest. Oh, wow. Well, wow, wow. well third if you count the brother oh, yeah, that didn't. Yeah, course. that's what I say. How that's do you count crazy. it? That's crazy. How that's do you awesome. count it? <laughs> Beyond ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Ten kids. Uh, <laughs> respect to, mm-hmm. to, 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 I don't even know your last name. <laughs> I, uh, someone asked me, he goes, Adam, what's Pearl's last name? I go, I think it's Things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your last name? <laughs> Davis. Yeah. Pearl Davis. Yeah. There it yeah, is. Yeah. The name you know. We just established two things. That... Mm-hmm. Two things can be true at once. That there's a lot of benefits to being married, to raising your kids in a single family household mm-hmm. and, and being together. But hey, mm-hmm. you should also recognize that there's a lot of risks involved mm-hmm. in marriage, mm-hmm. especially being a dude. Mm-hmm. Is this fair to say? 100%. Is, I mean, is there anything, like, would you want to push back on that, either one of you? Mm-mm. Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. Adam, I have a question for you. Yeah. So I love that statement. I love how Pearl agreed to it. You're a guy who's very um, intuitive, a guy who's asking a lot of amazing questions. You're a lifelong learner. And you've talked to a lot of individuals in the red red pill space. Mm -hmm. In your personal opinion, I'm just curious, do you feel as though they're sharing some of the benefits as well? Or do you see a lot of the red pill content creators primarily talking about the issues and, and really skipping over the benefits? That's a good question. And I, I, I respect to the red pill community, I think is a necessary voice. I also think that you're a necessary voice. I think mm-hmm. just like if it's a Republican or Democrat, like mm-hmm. it, too much of one thing is not a good thing. I'm a moderate in that regard. So I have a lot of respect for the red pill space. Um, and I, I don't, this isn't my opinion. This is what I hear. This is the feedback mm-hmm. I get because I used to only talk about money, mm-hmm. okay? And like save that money, improve your money. And then I had a discussion with PBD. He's like, dude, you've been in nightlife in Miami mm-hmm. for 20 years. Why don't you talk about dating and relationships? Like, all right, Pat, fine, we'll mm-hmm. do it. So I have a lot of people that come up to me, especially friends that I've known for years or like since when you were a relationship <laughs> guy, bro. And I'm like, all right, well, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and the, the comments that come to me about the red pill space. These are not my thoughts. Don't clip this up and say that Adam is anti-red pill. The comments that people say to me are, hey, that's great. Uh, some of this stuff is awesome for male improvement. I see what you're saying. You know, make money, make muscles, make game, MLD, shout out. Like everything, like, male improvement, awesome. But I really feel like the what you're talking to are single men, mm-hmm. like young single men. Mm-hmm. And the comments that I hear from like, grown folks kind of a thing older more they're like yeah when you get married and you have kids like some of this praxeology or ideology (laughs) doesn't add up to me this is what they're saying to me and i say well unpack that a little bit so when they say well when you have kids and you have two daughters 
your perspective is just going to change a little bit mm -hmm. versus like, fuck these hoes out here. Don't worry about like, I'm, just, I'm not so. And I'm like, oh, okay, interesting perspective. No, <laughs> I know. But just to be clear, yeah. the benefits that the red pill community establishes and the knowledge that it preaches definitely outweighs the negatives. Okay, like I just want to be clear about that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I've never claimed to be the red pill guy, the red pill voice. I really appreciate talking to guys. I've talked to Rolo how many times on camera? Mm -hmm. I've done content with Fresh and Fit. Hell, we just interviewed Andrew Tate a few months ago. Okay, whether it's Coach Greg Adams or Donovan Sharp, we went at the CME. Like, these guys are awesome because at the end of the day, and and there's different categories of red. Like that's like like do you use politics? There's a moderate Democrat. There's a socialist Democrat. Yeah. There's MAGA Republicans. There's just that like there's so there's different gamuts of the red pill community. But at the end of the day, I think what the fundamental message is is. Guys, you need to improve. Mm -hmm. If you can improve your life, you can improve your status, improve your money, improve your wealth, improve your game, then the world's your oyster. But if you want to be a fucking loser, yeah. then hey, you could also do that too. So I, I'm not sure if that's if that's what you were looking for. No, I, I, that, yeah. you answered the question. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. So all right, do you want to respond to what I? The, no, I was I was okay. curious because like I'm always interested in other people's perspectives. Yeah. So I was just curious to like what was your perspective on it? I yeah. guess I guess let me ask you a question. Or so we're talking about the red pill here. So yeah. the red pill is commonly known as the truth. Like it's, a lot of it came from it's from the, the study, matrix, the right? Study, yeah, it's the study of human behavior. Right. The the um, it's obviously red pill mm. has blown up. We all know that. If you're not familiar with the red pill, you can look it up. It's it teaches the truth, intersexual dynamics, mm. the study of evolutionary psychology, human behavior, all that kind of stuff like that. I, I will say that on one hand, uh, on one side of things, a lot of people will say that misogyny and, um, and chauvinism and basically they put down women, but then on, on the mm -hmm. other hand of the coin, it's, no, this is male improvement, self-improvement. Mm -hmm. Who's going to get mad at improvement? So I'm just framing this, qu this question. From your perspective, what are the biggest flaws you see in the red pill space? Yeah, so to me, I think the hardest thing and the part that I think when I talk about this, I make the biggest mistakes is the red pill means different things to so many people. And I've talked to like eight different red pill creators. All eight of them gave me a different answer. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to get too lost in the sauce here. <laughs> but one of the things that we noticed was that there's a very much difference between traditional red pill and what we consider neo red pill. Okay. We, found, we found a little bit of a difference between those two things. But to me, the primary, dif primary issue I have is a representation of marriage. Because mm -hmm. to me, like I said, I believe that family is the foundation of a society. If we don't have strong families, people depend upon a state. There'll be a lot of different issues. So I want to mm -hmm. build as many strong families as possible. And I truly believe deterring men from building families, that's something that hurts me, especially seeing how in the black community, the breakdown of the family has decimated the community. And I want to find solutions instead of just focus on the problem Make, makes complete sense so you're saying uh the biggest flaw within the red pill is their 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 viewpoint viewpoint on marriage what do you think is the biggest benefit for learning the red pill content 100 percent. so i would argue the best benefit is more traditional red pill versus neo red pill but the best benefit is removing you removing the delusion of that Disney Channel fantasy. You know, right. I think what happens is a lot of young men grow up with this Disney Channel fantasy. You find the one, you're gonna live happily ever after, there's gonna be no issue, all women are angels, this you know, this delusion. Sugar and right? spice and everything. Exactly. Yeah. So to me, 
men growing out of that delusion and that propaganda that was promoted through Disney Channel and Hollywood movies and stuff like that is extremely important for men to flourish and thrive in life. So, gotcha. you, so you do think it's important, though, that, that men understand the, the drawbacks of marriage, too, though? A hundred percent, Pearl, a hundred percent. And you do think it's important that men should understand like female nature too. A hundred percent. And okay. so, so, so you would agree that it's, this is really important. Well, I would, okay. I would disagree. Okay. I would agree and disagree, Pearl. Okay. Um, agree and disagree. So okay. my question to you is who is the individual you're going to, to learn about male and female nature? Mm-hmm. Who, me who, personally? Who, who do you go to? Oh, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out mom, shout out dad. So that's where you learned. Like your initially, red like when I was no, young, uh, you mean in, now? Like in regards to like the red pill, right? So oh, you're talking about red pill. Yes, yes, I so thought you meant like, okay, okay. Yeah, go because ahead, obviously, like you, you've come to a transformation from mm-hmm. my understanding. So mm-hmm. when you're talking about men learning about male and female nature, I'm curious to you, where do you go to to learn about male and female nature in regards I mean, to the space? Oh, gosh, you learn a lot just from doing the freaking shows. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Do you know. You know how many girls cap on the show? Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I feel like I really started to understand the red pill just from, like, interviewing people. Yeah. Because, what, four days a week, seven people in the yeah, studio? Like, oh, my. That change, it changes your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's the biggest lesson you've taken away from interviewing all these people, especially women? Um, women, like, we just say things. And, like, half the time, like, we don't even know what we want. Because it's like a girl will come on and say, oh, I like nice guys, da 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 And I'm like, I saw your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I know who you dated. Like, okay, this one girl, I'll give you a story. I'll give I'll you a story. Give us this a story. girl came on the show, right? She, she was so pretty, so nice, whatever. And the whole show, she was talking about how she only dates, like, you know, the nice guys, like, da 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 After the show, this, like, <laughs> uh, my recruiter brought his friend, and he, he'd literally been to jail. He took her home that night. He took her home that night. So I was like, the biggest lesson to me was just like, this is madness. Let me mm-hmm. just say things. So, okay. So, listen. And I will say, not yeah. every woman, not all women, but yeah. it's just like, I feel like that's like part of it. The reason why I asked you that question initially is I'm, I'm asking in regards to like, when you said learn about male and female ner- nature, I'm mm-hmm. saying like, let's say outside of the content because mm-hmm. you obviously learned about it. Where did you go? Like, what was the like book? Like growing up? Where, no, like, I mean, like, you, like mm-hmm. from my understanding, you came to a conclusion about mm-hmm. like, man, society is getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Where did you learn that from? Was there a book? Was there a oh video? Oh my gosh, you've been to a college campus? Okay. So, Society's so you, getting crazy? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh my gosh. When I went to college and I saw that they put these dudes in our dorms, and they're saying that they were women. What do you mean? So, so you, so from my understanding, you came to your, as they call it, red pill awareness from life. Well, it was a mix. So it was partially just from, like, I would say I was more like blue pilled before. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, th- I never thought about things from the men's perspective. Yeah. But there was a couple pivotal moments. One was going to a pickup artist conference. You told me about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> that I was like, oh my gosh, these these girls that are like twos are rejecting the fives <laughs> and harshly yeah, yeah. so that kind of like puts you in a men's point of view because i was like oh my gosh um i can't even believe like what yeah. that second thing um the rational male i read that i think okay. i think rollo's a genius i okay. think he's very smart yeah. um his second book religion um i think is good too yeah 
Um, yeah. So have you, have you and ever I read also listened to months of literally months of like Manosphere content. Like okay. The, yeah. 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 You can see me reacting to it live. If anyone yeah. Wants yeah. To we've see talked me. about yeah. this. The, you brought up something earlier that I want to address. You yeah. said that there's a difference between like the old school, traditional yeah. red pill mm, yes. stuff, which I think you would put Rolo in that of category, course, yeah, 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 yeah. and sort of the neocons. Yeah. So would you elaborate on who you think is, I don't know, you're saying like who's really doing the red pill right, and then who's sort of hijacking the red pill? Like, yeah. Just clarify what you mean by the old school versus the new school red uh, pill content creators. No problem. So um, Chris Williamson talks a lot about it, Chris. Shout out to Chris Williamson, respond to your messages. <laughs> Hamza talks about this as well. Um, so what happened is a lot of people, um, the red pill, a lot, it originated the, in the chat rooms. So the message boards, the chat rooms. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people who were the initial red pill um, thought leaders, they were, they were writers because you had mm -hmm. to write in the chat rooms. Which ones? I'm just curious. Huh? So obviously Rollo was probably the most popular ones. And I, if I'm being completely honest, it was so long ago, I didn't really know their names. I just would, I would just would read some oh, of you this. Oh, you were in the chat rooms? Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course. Oh, okay. I was, so I'm, you were in the chat room with Rollo? I wasn't. No, no. I oh, wasn't okay. in the chat rooms okay. with Rollo. So long story short, the reason why I'm so passionate about this subject matter is because I was like so many guys. Man, I was struggling with relationships. I had to move back home multiple times. Like, like the, the typical, you know, average guy who's struggling in life, that was a lot of times my story. So I would seek out wisdom mm -hmm. in many different areas. I started off with a lot of Christian masculinity content. So in the, in the year 2009, there was a Christian renaissance that created a lot of masculinity content. So I was consuming all kinds of content for a long period of time. And during that time, I also stumbled upon the red pill message boards. And so the, the original content creators in red pill message boards, they were writers a little bit more thoughtful. And a lot of them would quote at times evolutionary biologists they would quote um, mm. a lot of these studies that came from like you know pure research gallup and things along those lines mm. so those were the traditionalists a lot of the neo red pillars from my personal experiences they don't quote the primary sources which are the evolutionary biologists the historians mm. the relationship therapists rob and the henderson? studies huh rob henderson right? what, what about rob no i was saying like that's one of them right is that oh rob henderson is one of what Oh, the people that you like to see quoted. I thought you said that last time. Sorry. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. No, no. I, Rob is a red pill, so that's okay. a little bit different. No, but I, I meant you said the evolutionary biology. Oh, yeah, like yeah. person like Rob. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think Rob is evolution biologist in my opinion, but okay. I could be wrong. Okay. So I just I thought you said him last time. That oh, no all. problem, yeah. no problem, no problem. Um, and so, but the neo red pillars, mm -hmm. they don't go to the primary source. They usually quote other red pillars mm -hmm. you know so they will quote statistics and uh, um of other people versus going to the primary mm -hmm. sources and so to me that's why i distinguish those two different things mm -hmm. and a lot of the neo red pillars um they they came to content creation in a time when it was very profitable to make content so the one thing i will definitely give rollo is rollo was doing this when there was no money here so I yeah. can give him that. Like he, he w there was no financial gain from him. I mean, obviously he made good money from his books, but he was typing and talking about these things for years. A lot of the neo red pillars, a lot of them came into when it was very profitable, um, and so that so that I can't, in, my, in my community we distinguish those two individuals. If you would, um, let's get positive for a second. Yeah. Let's just be positive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you see as the biggest benefit for men? understanding intersexual dynamics, red pill, yeah. understanding how women operate. This is good. Give me the benefits you'd see so of what they're talking about. I wouldn't about. call it red pill. I would call it understanding evolutionary biology. So I would, my book of choice for every man is um, 
Dr. David Buss's Evolution of Desire. Dr. Mm -hmm. David Buss is a leading expert mm -hmm. on evolutionary biology and especially in regards to human mating. He's a world-renowned expert. He has a Buss School of Psychology in, the, in Austin, Texas. So his book is absolutely phenomenal. Footnotes, mm -hmm. data. So I would say the, the le learning from the primary sources like that give you the knowledge to not be naive in today's world. Because mm -hmm. to Pearl's point, a lot of men grew up naive. A lot of men don't really understand mm -hmm. what's going on. A lot of men also don't know the bad of marriages and, and relationship as well. So Dr. David Buss is phenomenal. Dr. John Gottman in, 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 in Washington is a rock star. He's been a, one of the leading experts on marriage for the past 40 years. Dr. G John Gottman is able to predict divorce by 88% accuracy. Seen You've seen him before? Mm -hmm. He's a beast. Mm -hmm. So to me, those primary sources, I love the primary sources. I don't. I, don't, I would consider most red pill uh, as secondary sources, but the actual doctors and experts and people who have been doing this for decades of their lives, I think there's so much benefit from learning from those individuals. Uh, I'm gonna give you the same question, and then I'm gonna give you a mm -hmm. follow up. So just be ready for that. Uh, best benefits you see for men understanding red pill content? Um, I just think a lot of guys have like a. They don't see the negative side of female nature. And as much as, like, maybe, like, you know, you want to harp on saying, oh, what about the positives, too? I just think it's important that you see the negative side of female nature. So if something happens down the line, you're at least not surprised and that you're aware of the risks that come in marriage. Okay, I respect that. Now, let, let's, you're, you, the, one of the reasons mm -hmm. that you've had so much success is that you're one of the few women mm -hmm. that are major advocates of Red Pill. We have Rebecca and Ali on here. Those are the homegirls. Yeah. Janelle. Um, like, but there's not that many women in this space. Mm -hmm. um, what, like you said, that it, it, it enables men to understand female nature. Mm -hmm. So as a woman, what don't men understand about women? Oh my God. You see what I'm saying here? <laughs> You're like, all right, so it helps you understand okay. women. It's kind of Help like... us understand women. Okay. I mean, I would, I would say first and foremost, just... It's just, especially doing the show, it's just crazy how much girls like cap. And I just think a lot and of... for cap for our 30 and over crowd, that means lie. <laughs> okay. Um, and, like, I also think it's important to understand, like, that women are hypergamous. Like, I think that's important. And yeah. the things that you need to do to be attractive to women. Like, and I, I don't give dating advice. Like, that's not my thing, you know. Yeah. But I think it's important that men understand that you know, uh, women, like, they don't like nice guys. They tend to like guys that have a backbone, like, that sort of thing. Yeah, and you don't think that guys know that? No, a lot of times not when they're younger. When they get older, I feel like most guys figure it out, but yeah. when they're younger. Yeah. Well, I feel like that most men have to go through some shit. You have to go through some heartbreak. You got to yeah. go through some well, struggle. It's even yesterday. Yeah. The guy on the show, she's a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, Come I on, think, like, I've met so many guys like yeah. that. I, I, well, you're, I mean, let's <laughs> you get real like, here. point in case. Well, yeah. the, it, that's only half the story, though, Pearl. He just got out of a divorce. Yeah. So I think once you mm -hmm. get a divorce and you have two kids, mm -hmm. I think you recognize mm -hmm. that women aren't sugar and sweet and everything nice. He mm -hmm. meets a new girl. Mm -hmm. And even if she's a unicorn, I think he recognizes, yeah. all right. I also love my wife when I married her 10 years ago. Okay, but go deeper with women. Mm -hmm. Okay, beyond understanding that you can't just be Mr. Nice Guy mm -hmm. and uh, women aren't sugar and spice and everything nice, go deeper. Like, mm -hmm. pretend it's not even us here and you're, in the, and you're just like in the women's locker room and you're talking, mm -hmm. locker room talk for the women. Like, what are, what are those conversations that are being said? 
because you have no problem calling out women and mm -hmm. feminists. Mm -hmm. So for the men out there, like, give us a little glimpse into like what it's really like, what they're saying. Like hypergamy is an okay, example. Okay, so I'm I, teeing this up I, for can you. Can I? Can I give you a? Can I? Can I get, tell a story? So I love anecdotes. Okay. I, I, I love a, stories. I have Perfect. a story. There was a girl in college, like girl next door, right? I promise you, like she was, like cute, sweet, quiet. You ne never know. And I've I've told this story a lot on my podcast. But basically, she dates a guy freshman year, right? This guy, she was obsessed with, dates him for a month, he cheats on her, it ends, whatever, right? Four years later, she's dating another guy. This guy bought her a house. A house. A house. And literally, um, I was at a party, and literally she cheated with the guy from freshman year in the bathroom at the party that the other guy was at. And it's like, guys don't even think girls are like capable of this stuff. And like, they would never expect that from her. And like, sometimes it's just like the girls that you would not expect. Yeah. But, gotcha. and you know, I'm not saying every girl's gonna do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's 100% of women. But like, sometimes I think it's important where we have spaces that men can like see that. Pearl, my question mm -hmm. to you is how old are you? I'm 26. And is it safe to say most of your friends are in your age cohort? Um,. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I was just curious. I was listening. It was I no mean, gotcha question. I have I'm my, actually my best yeah. friend right now is a 55 year old lady. Uh -huh. so, that's beautiful. So. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Shout so, out, Auntie. So, but, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, what yeah. You said yesterday, I'm like, all right, of all your friends, what's the related? You're like, I have like four friends. I know. You don't, so, just to be clear, you don't have a lot of female <laughs> no, friends. Yeah. And no. I recognize that. I used that. to have more when I was younger, but I yeah. don't know. Not as well, many now. Listen, I, I, and I, I understand why. If you're saying things that call out women, mm -hmm. And basically, you know, shine a light on mm -hmm. the negative things that mm -hmm. the negative side of women, and, and basically say, "Hey, we're not all by good." A, woman. <laughs> a lot of women are going to be like, "Fuck you." Yeah. yeah. So is that one of the main reasons why you don't have girlfriends? I would say, well, it's partially because I moved to England. Yeah. So it's like I kind of went from um, like being somewhere that I was for a while, and then it's like you have an eight-hour time difference from all your. You just kind of lose touch with people, yeah. you know. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So um, the reason you want to yeah, ask, yeah, then I was gonna say like oh, the yeah. newer girls like kind of saw my podcast and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. nah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it was just like oh, okay. So so the reason why I asked that is because um, when I started my journey, mm -hmm. like. I was like so many guys. Mm -hmm. Twenty. I was really came to my like masculinity starting journey. Nineteen years old, mm -hmm. got no girls, made no money, got no respect, and through years of working on myself, improving, literally from the bottom up. I was showing. We had a, a, a master class before. I was showing some of my receipts of like literally being negative four hundred dollars in debt mm -hmm. um, in my mid twenties, and. Eventually, I got to a point where like I had a good life. Mm -hmm. And so to me, what I realized is eventually men get to a point mm -hmm. when they want to have a family. You know what I mean? They want to build things, even yourself. Like it's it's cool. Right. But one of the things that I've noticed is that where are these solutions? Right. Mm -hmm. so we got to realize that one of the things I love about AMS. I know you said something about AMS last time, but <laughs> one of the look things. At, look at, he's a funny guy. <laughs> he just would talk about fucking these hoes to sleep. He's changed. AMS has changed. My guy know. has changed. I, but one, at, one of the things I love about AMS is he would always talk about a, like eventually you guys are going to grow up from this. And eventually when you're 22, you know, F these girls to sleep, X, Y, Z. But then you're going to want a family. If you've never gotten the tools to build a healthy mm -hmm. family, mm -hmm. you're going to end up in the same issues with so many other guys. So what I've noticed as well happened in the red pill space is you have these older guys. And unfortunately, they've been divorced. 
but they have their kids. Mm -hmm. So they can go their own way, right? But what about that 22-year-old guy who has no kids, mm -hmm. who wants to build a family, who wants to learn things? And so if my biggest thing is if we're, help, if we're trying to help men win, my desire is every single man should have the best life possible. Why are we not giving information? Why are we not giving tools and resources to help those men be successful? So an example of that is when we talk about divorce, and we can go ahead and would get you, it. Would you say that game is resources to help be successful? Because they talk about game in like a relationship, like even um, Donovan Sharp, like he's got yeah. a whole. So to me, I would I would say you know? traditional game mm -hmm. reminds me a lot of what pickup artists have, mm -hmm. which is game. And if you and, and if you guys want to do it, um, do a study. Read um, the, um, the game by Neil Strauss. Yeah, of course. The first mm -hmm. chapter about mm -hmm. mystery, about to kill himself. That, it was yeah. so powerful because I cannot tell you how many men learn how to attract women but never learn how to retain women. Mm -hmm. They know how to go on defense. They don't know how to build a mm -hmm. family. And so my biggest thing is that if men are never getting the tools and resources to build a family, what's going to happen is, mm -hmm. yeah, you'll learn game, but you're a human being. You're going to actually want to build a relationship. But if you've never given those tools to build a healthy relationship, then it will never be able to last. So our desire is that what we want to focus in on is helping men get those tools to be able to have healthy, lasting relationships and to have as many men win as possible. That's our entire goal. Well, and I think that's fine. Like you can do that with your channel, but I don't think it's wrong for guys to have channels that are more dedicated to exposing female nature and talking about the negative sides of marriage too. A hundred percent. No, so, you're hundred percent so, right. So that's like, I, I feel like a lot of men have a good reason for, yeah. for avoiding marriage today. I love it. And so, even, and even, um, you can even say even cohabitation, like a woman can seize your assets, even if you're just living together, even so much sense it's in certain States. And I'll say it varies from state to state. I know the chat, but, yeah. but it's like, if she leaves her stuff at your apartment for like a period of three months, she can literally seize your assets. Okay, so what, what I, what I want to do is I want to go ahead and address that point. Mm -hmm. So what I truly believe, Adam, is a two-folded process. And I had, a, I had a plan, which is why my content is what it is, mm -hmm. and the two-folded process. Process one is um, avoid the wrong woman right process mm -hmm. so men need to learn what does the wrong woman look like and, and and given all the tools and knowledge to avoid the wrong woman but if all you do is avoid the wrong woman you're gonna die alone because you'll have no woman because all you'll be doing is avoiding women your whole entire life that's similar like so, they say there's no unicorns no woman special so yeah, they so, say that. Yeah, so yeah. then the, the next half is a maturity part of life mm -hmm. where now you have to accept the right woman and receive the right woman so reject the wrong receive the right so to me you have to give those men tools. If if 99% of the content is only about mm -hmm. rejecting the wrong woman and none of it is about receiving the right. So one of the examples I want to give Natalia, if you go to the statistics real quick, because mm -hmm. my biggest thing is that they always talk about marriage. So you can go ahead and scroll down. You talk about marriage and the divorce rate right there. What they don't talk about is ways to lower the divorce rate. So you hear the typical statistics about the, the divorce rate, 50%, X, Y, Z, which is not true. But there are a myriad of statistics that are, that are going about. And so here's an interesting one Italia pulled up. What people don't realize is the more money you make, the lower the divorce rate is. The divorce rate is, is at the highest at lower income earners. Mm -hmm. And so if a man, going back to making money, one of the things that I think the right people, people teach, they don't realize that actually earning more money creates marital stability. Another thing, if you go back to the data in Italia, is that if you look up... Um, um, uh, can, I, I, can I ask a question can on I, that me, one? Can I finish and then you can go okay, ahead and ask okay. your question? So another thing that's also discuss is about religious couples because mm -hmm. there, there's a misnomer and actually if you look at the if 
as studies, religious couples have a 47% lower divorce rate. There's so many different things that you can do to drastically lower the divorce rate. It's never going to be zero. Nothing is going to be zero in this life. But there are so many things that every single man can do today to drastically lower the divorce rate to give him the best chance of raising his family. And so is my desire is let's give give them, let them know the bad, but let's give all the, give the men all the tools to win and have the best life possible. That's all that matters to me, men winning. What, um, my question was, what is religious? Like how do you define someone being religious? Great question, um, Pearl. Mm -hmm. So Pastor Mark Driscoll in his book, Real Marriage, talked about this. Um, I would advise people to read the book because I'm a secondary source talking about a primary source because what people confuse, and I don't want to get too much into religion because people hate when I do that, but what people confuse about the religion is mm -hmm. it's not so much saying that you're religious, it's, it's practicing religion. Mm -hmm. So going back to the data and the tally, I think what's even deeper than religion is political and cultural differences. So mm -hmm. you click on that data. So, so uh, what um, Dr. Rob Henderson recently shared with me is that one of the biggest correlations that lead to that lower divorce mm -hmm. is your political affiliation. So for example, if, if you're a hard right MAGA guy mm -hmm. and you're dating this blue-haired mm -hmm. feminist who's a liberal, who you know who mm -hmm. believes in AOC's mm -hmm. being the champion of the world is going to lead into divorce. So what yeah, you extreme example? I don't think those two are getting together. Of course, but if they are, but if they are. Very tough. So what happens is 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 similar values. So that's what the religious mm -hmm. things is. So there's so many things I can. I want the guys to look up the data themselves. It's all mm -hmm. about men looking up the data themselves. Mm -hmm. But all these things help lower the divorce rate and help men win. These are the tools that I want to give to men. I want to see as much men have best life as possible. Yeah, I, I want to address one thing that you said that I think is very important for men to understand because especially for you younger guys out there you talked about the most important decision a man can ever make is who he's mm -hmm. going to marry and even more so who is he going to have kids with because mm -hmm. if you just get married and it doesn't work out and you get a divorce all right cool maybe you get out you know with no issues but when you get kids involved it's a major issue and part of the major component of that is men the number mm -hmm. one quality that a man wants in a woman is Faithfulness. Beauty. Oh. <laughs> Before yeah. you get to faithfulness, yeah. that too. You can't, yeah. in the, you okay. can't get in the door. Can't get in the door. I caution <laughs> men, gentlemen, women are very beautiful creatures. Mm -hmm. They're very beautiful things. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's very hard to do, but try your best not to fall in love with your eyes. 100%. Or just not to fall in love with your eyes only. Because we've all seen a gorgeous girl. Oh my God, she's the hottest girl. I have a buddy of mine who every time he goes out, he falls in love. Mm -hmm. Oh bro, this girl. Oh my God. And it's like, buddy, like when the makeup comes off and the heels come off and the extensions comes off and like everything comes off at the end of the day, you're just going to have a, a you're, you're going to be d left with not the, not the 10 that you thought mm -hmm. you were with. Maybe it's a six, maybe yeah. it's an eight. I don't know how much yeah. makeup's going on there. But you have to fall in love with all the other qualities a woman has. You can't just fall in love with the beauty. And, and I feel like the red pill is it, one of the benefits it does is basically edu educating men. Hey, look, yes, these girls are hot out there. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of underlying factors that you really have to pay attention to as a man. Let me go deeper one thing. You talked about, like, you got married at what age? Uh, 31. Okay. Yeah. This is my opinion. Strike it down. Call me an asshole. I don't care. I don't think most men should get married until they're 30 years old. So to your I, point, I, I, Adam, I, yeah. I, I think that this is, this, is, this is obviously if you've been with your girl since high school and you fall in love, and yet there's exceptions and there's rules. Mm -hmm. Men need time to like 
marinate a little bit, go through some stuff, make some money because women are hypergamous. Women, on the other hand, you by age 30, you should probably know where you're going to end up in life or what man you're going to end up with. I have so many friends that are starting to become my age, 40-year-old women that are like, I wish, I wish that I would have figured this out earlier. And why should men wait longer? Because men need to start making money. Yeah. This comes after all this, yeah. after everything that I've learned in relationships and red pill and all this, it comes down to basically what I learned in my economics class, the law of supply and demand. If you're one of those dudes that dedicates himself to making money, improving, becoming a man of status, wealth, physical, having game, learning stuff, reading books, whether it's the rational mail, whether it's the game, learning stuff, watching podcasts, just informing yourself, becoming a better uh, version of yourself, you'll get to being age 30, you'll get to age 35, you'll get to 40, the world is your oyster. Yeah. Supply and demand. But if you want to just jump at the first hottest chick that ever will give you the time of day when you're 26 yeah. and you don't ever become the, the best version of yourself, that's a lot of times what I feel like guys end up divorce, divorce court. I had no idea yeah. he bought a girl a house, the story you talked about. <laughs> I thought she was an amazing girl. Why are you buying her a house, buddy? So yeah. that's what I think that men need to understand is that men need to take time to, to, to become the men that they need to be, where women, on the other hand, need to recognize that men value beauty. Mm -hmm. And I know so many women 40 plus who are like what the hell yeah. just happened to me guys mm -hmm. let me pause it right here for one second mm -hmm. and acknowledge the chat acknowledge the super chats mm -hmm. and acknowledge the lovely natalia could, who's gonna read all this fun stuff could i ask a question when we get back sure okay no, i just wanted to yeah of course yeah and i have a so question now, for you ahead. as well awesome so be like question for question <laughs> awesome well thank you all for watching make sure you guys like and subscribe and we've got a lot of chats to go through so let's <laughs> go through them um first my favorite chat, Nat, your reading skills have improved a lot. <laughs> I appreciate you on that one. Uh, then, we have, <laughs> then we have Aaron Alliance. He said, shout out to the standard. Then we also have uh, Kevin Takeda. He said, Hafiz, why, are you, uh, why don't you want uh, TLA there? Um, for facts, we don't care about feelings. We operate with logic. Uh, then we have Iron Panther. And then he said, Hafiz doesn't want TLA there. And then we have one by Michael Kahlo. Uh, just like Dr. Peterson said to Hafiz, if women don't pick you, they are right. Fix yourself as a man. If men don't want to get married, they are right. Men offer that, therefore, women fix yourself. Uh, then we have TY City, Uncut Underground, believes marriage doesn't benefit men. Starts with a wife, wife school, or a woman. A blue pill unplugged. Men still want to build a strong, successful marriage, but watching women get cash and prizes for destroying marriages in the 70s is making them cautious. Uh, then we have Android Beto. Uh, he said, the next podcast, we should have um, uh, tables, ladders, chairs, matches, CGA, and TLA versus Hafiz and Ruslan with Adam Sosnick as the referee. Uh, then we <laughs> have <it> uh, <laughs> Leon5. Uh, Leon, and he said, please, Adam, uh, don't let Hafiz... Uh, take too long making his point. Hafiz, you're acting. You hear that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Everybody has a different way of doing it. I feel like everyone's it. getting equal opportunity here. Yes. Uh, then we have Hafiz. You are um, acting a lot smarter. Uh, then they said uh, another one, the man mindset, dating help for men. Please get some real men who can break this woman down. Women in a man space is sad. The game will never be about women. Damn, Pearl. Uh, he's coming right, right at you. Coming in hot. Is. 
Uh, then we have another from T.Y. City. Okay. There is no Neo Red Pill. Uh, what is Hafiz talking about? The Pearl, never seen a female nature until last year. Two clowns at the same circus. And we have uh, Don Juan Playas, uh, Zero Sauce, you're awesome. Hafiz, what do you think about Rolo said about uh, misleading young men? Pearl, Rolo said you're a hack. Any thoughts? Um, then we have Darian Murphy. This seems uh, super one-sided. Uh, then we have another one from Don Juan Plagas Zero. The red pill cannot be a proxyology because if it would contradict woman's nature, Rolo and his ego has confused proxyology versus psychology. The actions we take against the reason why we don't do them. Then we have um, Sauce, we want to see lead attorney Hafiz. Uh, re, uh, red, dis uh, red discover of your source. I just want to throw my vote in the conversation between Ruslan Hafiz, Coach Greg, and attorney, lead attorney. Then we have Dean Pretrisier, $50. Thank you. The truth has no defense against Hafiz, who is determined to believe a lie. Jesus and Paul have told us better not to get married. Uh, then we have another one from Don. Uh, he said, Rolo has destroyed by Shanti Smith uh, when it came to hypergamy. How Rolo being listened when he can't argue against the therapist in psychology. Uh, and then someone said, um, osmosis, Hafiz's questions are set up. Uh, the woman, another one from him as well, a woman can be right one to seven and wrong seven forever. Uh, then we have Aaron Alliance. If you want more actual, well, if you all want more actual, well respond or non-bitter content like this, join the standard through Hafiz's channel. Make 2023 great year to become your best. Boom. Uh, All right, now let me pause it there. Why don't you table that? Unless I've you got have two more. You two to more, go. Two more. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. okay we're going to do more bear. super chats in a little bit. Because they're going to come more. I know they are. Thank you guys for super chatting. Go ahead. Yeah. You guys are testing my reading skills. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, the Naughty Bear, Pearl, I support you, Barry. I may have to come hyperbinate until the podcast starts back in 2023. Yes, very nice legs, Pearl. Adam, I don't have a manti. <laughs> Last one. Um, uh, uh, Greta is greater than Hafiz. That's the last one. And then I will Greta. be reading the rest. Make sure you guys like, comment, share, and subscribe. We appreciate it all. Now let's get back Thank to the show. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let me set the tone. By the way, if anything that we, I think, all can agree upon is we want to see men improve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Okay. That, I mean, we're in the male, we're in the male improvement space. I'm in the male you know, get your money right space and life will be better. You uh, uh, being a man, becoming a better man, becoming uh, a better looking man, the standard everything there. You kind of want to educate men. And I just want to give a shout out to Nat. No, no. Do you not realize the reading skills that are improving? <laughs> That's improvement right there, guys. You guys. So I clown Nat that sometimes you can't read so good, mm -hmm. but that's the definition of improvement. Keep reading, girl. Thanks. You were going to say. Oh, I was going to say, I would say my show is more about entertainment. Um, so I have a question for you before we. I know you had a Wait, question. No, I, I get to go first. I was okay. First it's about question. that question. I, 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 okay, How about go this? Ahead, go ahead. It's about one, what you just one time. Said. Yeah, yeah. Listen, since you're all about entertainment, I want to entertain the audience. All right. Let's play a good old-fashioned mm -hmm. game of rock paper scissor. I'll yeah. say one, two, three, shoot. Okay. The winner gets to make the first point. You ready? Mm -hmm. One, two, three, shoot. Ah. Double rock. Uh, Here it is. I think we agree okay. more on. Than all right. Three. One. Two, three, shoot. I'll let, you, I'll let, oh, I'll let you answer What you answer a gentleman. <laughs> Hafiz hit the rock. She hit the scissors. He's won, and he allowed her to go. Mm. Respect to Hafiz. Go ahead, Pearl. Um, I wanted to know, from a business perspective, would you encourage someone to sign a contract that the other person benefits from breaking? From a business? Yeah, if you took, like, like from a business perspective. 
So if I had a business partner mm -hmm. who could break the contract, and mm -hmm. then what does breaking? And, and they were they would benefit. They could take your most valuable asset. And, and if they broke the contract, they could take your most valuable so asset. So if, if, if I sign mm -hmm. a contract and my business partner can take my most valuable asset, yeah. I wouldn't sign that contract. Continue. Okay, that's marriage today. If okay. you believe your kids are your most valuable asset. I, I love and, and I I think, this. And I think that's more of the red pill. Like, I would say that's more of why men are walking away from marriage today. I love this. So let's, let's stay here because mm -hmm. this is a fantastic question. Mm -hmm. I have two questions. First, um, out of you, in your personal opinion, this is a se se separate mm -hmm. question. What is your goal for your channel? Like, what is what are you trying to do? What is your what is your purpose for mm -hmm. doing pearly things? What is my purpose? Yeah. Um, I would say it's mostly entertainment. So just so you want to entertain? Yeah, and then okay. I, and I started the wife school because I was like, I really think as women we should listen to what the men are saying. And then, yeah. So, so your show I, was... Which I did start by the... Can listen, I please get the... No, 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 no. <laughs> I promise you, I wanted to do this. Shout you out for doing the wife school. And I saw parts of the first mm -hmm. episode. I It was classy. I like what you're doing. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to give you... Yeah. I told you when you do it, I'm going <laughs> to give you your props. Shout you out, Pearl, for real, for doing the wife school. I think it's going to mm -hmm. help a lot of people. So let's go ahead and talk but, about the... But I just think... I, I like entertainment because I feel like in entertainment, you can tell the, like... Like Sneeko always says, you tell about the, the truth about the world through yeah. funny. And I just think, I was like, that's so true. Yeah. So, okay, like, so it, it, like it, I feel like comedians are like almost. But Adam, you mind if I just. Uh, no, I'm just going yeah, to stay right yeah, there yeah. and we'll come right back yeah, to you. Yeah. It's not just entertainment. Entertainment, mm. you could do video games. Like, mm. it's entertainment with a mix of what? Oh, with a mix of like red pill concepts. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's red pill but entertainment. I just try not yeah. to. Because there's so many guys that I just think are like geniuses in the space. You know what I mean? I just look up to them a lot. So I just try not to like, you know, there's people that are like researchers. They, they're like yeah. very in depth, you know. Gotcha. So, so, so it's I, not just entertainment because there's yeah. a lot of entertainment. Yeah. Red pill yeah. entertainment. Respect. Yeah. Go ahead, Afiz. So to me, the, the business analogy you gave was totally irrelevant to any form of marriage conversation because here's a fundamental reality. Mm -hmm. If a man wants to have a child, whether he has a baby mama, mm -hmm. whether he has a wife, whether he has a girlfriend, mm -hmm. whether he has a fiance, whether mm -hmm. he has a rando, if she wants to take away custody of the child under certain circumstances, she can't. Mm -hmm. So what people in the red pill to me do is they straw man that. They mm -hmm. say, oh, if you get married, she can take away your kids. But if you hook up with girl down the street, she has your kid. There's no, mm -hmm. there's no chance of taking it away. And mm -hmm. so to me, Putting that mm -hmm. on marriage is a is a false um, correlation. Putting uh, that on the laws today, mm -hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna say the laws today, but that's not a marriage problem because mm -hmm. in the black community, seventy percent of people are born in single mother households. Mm -hmm. They're not even getting married in the black community, yeah. and that's a huge problem. Mm -hmm. So going back to what I was saying, my desire is to help build up society and to give men the tools to which where your family doesn't end in divorce. But here's the reality. If you don't get married and you have a child, you've lost a child. There's mm -hmm. no chance. And with going back to statistics, if you do the statistics, if you prepare, there's no guarantee, but you, you greatly improve your odds so you can be like mm -hmm. Pearl's dad mm -hmm. and my dad to raise your child. Mm -hmm. But if you're just going to have a, if you're not going to get married, mm -hmm. It's not the case. So my question to you is 63, um, according to the, um, the, the, the Bureau of Labor Statistics and also census data, mm -hmm. we can pull it up later, 63% of men over the age of 15 have a child. Mm -hmm. 
So most well, say that's that again. Six, so Natalia, you can go to the data real quick because yeah. I want to be able. Sixty-three percent of men, men over the age of fifteen. Scroll down. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll uh, up, up, up. Men are fathers right there. Should be right there, yes. So um, we can go ahead and scroll down right here. First is up, 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 pur purple right there. About 61% of men, 74.7 million men, mm -hmm. ages 15 and over are fathers. And of those, 72.2 million men have a biological child, according to the new Men's Fertility and Fatherhood 2014 report released today by the Census Bureau. Mm -hmm. So most men are going to be fathers. Most mm -hmm. men want to have children. Mm -hmm. My question to you is if marriage is a bad idea for men, what do you tell the most men who are going to have children? What should they do? I don't give advice. Like, your channel's advice, Hafiz. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm asking you I'm personally. Saying, saying, We're having give, a conversation. I know, I know, but I'm saying that I, I'm not an advice channel. I don't advise men on how to live their lives. What I'm saying is you should be aware of the laws today and, and make a decision accordingly. And I think a lot of times, like, when the red pill will say this law, that law, this, like, girls are like this, 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 and this. It's they're just warning you so and you can I'm do what you want with the information I, so I love so it. i'm saying I, I, it depends on the guy so my question mm -hmm. to you because i want to talk to h not pearl the youtuber i want to talk to h no h's i know h's let's talk to h <laughs> okay so i don't know h yeah she knows who h is h okay. my question my question uh -huh. my question is if a man came up to you say mm -hmm. yo i love you i love your channel i love what you do i just mm -hmm. want a piece of advice I know marriage is a bad idea, but I want to have children. What, mm -hmm. Can you give me any piece of advice? What would you give uh, that man? Personally, I don't give advice if you. So you tell him nothing, I, I got to go? I would say you should talk to the men in your life. Like, I just don't consider myself someone to, like, gives advice. Yeah. Like, that's not my channel. My channel isn't I to, like, you advise. As a person. I'm but I'm saying that's not me. As a, I don't, I'm not giving advice what on how to live What if your son asked lives. you that question and said, Mommy. Talk to your dad. Okay, <laughs> I love it. So the point, the but, point. But it's interesting. Ahead. Guys have a lot of interesting ways that they kind of try to get around it. So like one, I think his name's Aaron Cleary. I think that's who it is. He has his girlfriend pay the rent and like, like, and they don't actually get legally married. So there's, there's some law wait, he can like avoid. Wait, his girlfriend pays his rent. Yeah, like legally. So her name's on the lease okay. and everything. So, but then she, she can leave. Can, what do you mean? If his girlfriend pays the rent and they have, have a kid, he can leave. She can leave. Same problem. What, what do you mean? So you said... No, I'm saying so she legally can't seize his assets. But, but in the, you, in the but case, that's what I was saying. So, she, so men have different ways of getting around the laws today. I'm talking about the fatherhood mm -hmm. thing because the, your business example was mm -hmm. losing your most precious asset. Mm -hmm. The most precious asset, as you mm -hmm. communicated mm -hmm. to me, was a child. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is that for men who want to have children, as most men want to have children, what would you say as an individual? So what happens, Adam, that I've noticed a lot of times in the space is they don't answer the question. Mm -hmm. So my question is, if we're giving... But I, I don't give advice. And that's what I'm saying. Like, my channel is entertainment. So you're saying, give advice. Why don't you give it? But, I, like, that's so not what I do to, on my to channel. Me, if we're two human beings having to So I just want to know what's true, what's untrue. So and you could, you could say, like, are the, <laughs> and the point is the laws are bad for men. We don't even disagree on this. But, but you're like, you got, like, I want to tell you guys how to do your channel. No, I, like, I never said like, that. Like, that's, that. And, I mean, you told me that last time when you were telling me how to do wife school. And that's what, like, a lot of people in, in the on the other side will criticize us and be like, well, you should do it this way, you should do it this way. But our job, a lot of people, is entertainment. Mine is mainly entertainment. 
other people have entertainment and education. It just depends on the channel. But I think it's important. We have a million channels of all the things that like women want from men and the problems with men. There's a million stuff. But then when the men do it, it's like we have to criticize and say and say that they're not doing it in the right way. Uh, listen, I believe all the men mm -hmm. who are creating content to mm -hmm. help men, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love every single thing. All I'm asking for mm -hmm. is once we know about the problems of women today, which we do. They can once, go to a different let me, channel. Let me finish. They can me go finish. to a different Pearl, channel. Pearl, can I finish? Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I finish? <laughs> please? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> so, so. Since you said please. <laughs> thank you so much. You're so kind to me. <laughs> so to me, all I'm, all I'm saying is that I just asked you that question mm. as an individual. It's mm. nothing to do with your channel. Mm. I was just, I was genuinely curious mm. your position if you were to give someone mm. advice. Mm. One of the biggest things that I want, that I do, is I want to give men the best solutions mm. to be successful. And what I find in, in finance advice, right, if someone's having a, fi a channel to help people financially, Right. You have to give them some pieces of advice of here are best practices to do to be able to optimize your finances. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things is that when it comes to the fatherhood question, I'm just very curious from a red pill perspective for a majority of men who want to have children. What are you telling those individuals to do? And if there's no do advice, then are they just lost? Do you think that women like men should listen to a woman more or a man when it comes to advice? A hundred thousand percent a man. I agree. I'm not talking. So, so I'm no, asking even you a personally, question. I'm saying even in a personal situation, I agree. I think men should advise other men. Yes. So, so, so I'm saying this question's kind of pointless. Yeah. Because, because even in personal, like, I just think men teach men better. Okay. So if, if I can answer, like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like you do have an answer mm -hmm. and I feel like your answer is very simple. I think mm -hmm. it's buyer beware. <laughs> just beware of what's going to happen. Yeah. You don't have to be an advice person to be mm -hmm. like, look, before you get married, mm -hmm. just buyer beware. I think yeah. that's something that you, you, you would abide by. Mm -hmm. I do want to give you credit on one thing. Because when she asked the question, if you were going to get into business with somebody mm -hmm. and you're going to sign a contract, but then your business partner can basically screw you over and take your business, mm -hmm. would you sign that contract? You're like, hell no, I wouldn't sign that contract. I was like, oh, damn, my fees, what's mm -hmm. up? She got you, right? Mm -hmm. But then I think what you're, the point you made was actually... Uh, very astute. You said, hey, listen, you don't have to get married to have a kid. You could, you could knock up the girl on the street. It can be your baby mom. It could be a girlfriend. There's a million different things. And the reality is men are having kids. Mm -hmm. So whatever the red pill teaches you, whatever anybody teaches you, there's yeah. no way to prevent the crazy girl that you knocked up from doing something to 100%. take your kid away, aka your asset. Yeah. So I guess what is your advice? Because Pearl's not going to answer this. That's 100%. fine. And I respect the fact that she's like, I'm not a dude, I can't answer yes. it. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to belabor the point. Mm -hmm. yeah. You want to have kids one day? Of course. Okay. Um, so what advice would you give men? So what's really interesting about this conversation is one of the things is I'm always trying to give men opinion. A lot of this advice we give behind the scenes. I honestly, I'm going to give one piece of advice, yeah. but I don't give all the advice. I don't want anyone watching it and changing some of the laws. So when you really study custody laws, and I've been studying recently, when do men get custody? Mm -hmm. One of the primary reasons why women win custody battles is because women spend more child, spend more time with the child when it's younger. So what the, what the, what the divorce um, from my yeah, study. Yeah, because a lot of times you have to breastfeed. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah. that's just, so what know. the, 
what the judge is going to do is the judge wants to continue to stop the, 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 um, the child's standard of living, right? So the judge wants to ensure that the child's his, his living is not disrupted very much. So if the child is spending 90% of the time, hypothetically speaking, with the mom because dad is going to work and she's taking care of it, taking, taking it to the hospital, different things like that, they're going to award it. So one of the things that I've noticed when I, a lot of my friends who've actually received custody, one of the things that they've did is that they've made sure that they spend equal amount of time with the child as much as possible during infancy. So there's a lot of small things you can do. I One, if um, knowing all your child's doctors, go, as best as possible, being able to go to the doctor's visits. Two, late at night when a child is up, you take care of the child as well. So and then the third thing, which is the most important thing, is to be able to have that child be very accustomed to your family. So instead of, you know, the child, um, her, her mom babysitting, if your family is babysitting, if the child is always around your family and the, and the natural um, uh, and, and the most consistent um, environment the child is being around is your personal family, it's very hard for you to have zero custody. And so those are some of the things that I've noticed, some of the things I researched, and it's a lot more things as, as well. And the reason why, only reason I brought that up is because it's so easy, Adam, and everyone does this cop out. I don't give advice. I'm Charles Barkley. I don't give advice. I don't give advice. I just give you the information, but you don't give all the information. So you don't give all the. So you just give some of the information. But my biggest ninety percent. Excuse me. Ninety percent of the time, they don't get custody. Only five states have fifty-fifty custody laws. So. So I understand there's reasons for it, but, but by and but large, by, let me finish, Pearl, because you interrupted me. So what happens is, if ninety. So my thing is, let's analyze the data. Why do they get custody, right? And then give men the tools, say, hey, guys, here are seven. Whenever these guys go to the, the, um, go to the divorce court or whatever custody court and they lose, here's the things that they say. Now men use this to be able to improve your life and to protect you. Recently, one of my guys had a child out of wedlock. Like he was very heartbroken by it. We got him with a lawyer. We connected him with information. And we told him exactly what he needs to do to protect himself as much as possible. It is so easy to just say, I give the information, but so many men need additional support. And my biggest thing is that I want to give men the tools to win. If that's not other people, that's not other people. But what I want in the future is let's give men more tools to win at life instead of just pointing about the issues today. You want, you want to which add is, to that? Which is fine. Your self-improvement channel, that's fine. And, but that's what I'm saying. There's different roles for different people. So, okay, be a self-improvement channel. That's fine. Listen, but um, like, it's like, why are you going to these people and saying this is how you should run your channel? Who are these people? They, the, the, you just were saying this is what we should do. Who did, when did I say that? Literally the last episode. We should be giving advice. Or you should be I, saying, I, I, you, I we, said, should, we want to give people the tools. Okay, but so you, you, are, you told me you're giving the people the tools. That's what you just said. You're just giving the people tools. They're free to do what they, what they want. That's what you just said. No, I said my channel's about entertainment. That's no, what I said. No, not you, but uh -huh. you said in regards to the red pill. You said they're just giving people the facts. They're giving them the tools. No, they're free I to do whatever they want. No, I said red pill is the study of human behavior. Yeah, but that's you what, also, what, but you also brought it up. Is. But let's not get lost in the sauce. No, I'm let's not, not telling, get lost I'm in I'm the sauce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, welcome to the sauce. That's a <laughs> plug right there. <laughs> Shout out sauce cast. Get lost in the sauce. So to me, the biggest thing is that what I'm really excited about, Adam, and I would love to spend more time doing this, is that there's so many men today who are hurting 
going through difficulties, going through obstacles. They want to make money. We, we, I love what you're doing about making money. They want to have a family. They want to be able to live a legacy. Let's give those men more tools and let's give men more practical advice. That's my rule of thumb. Let's learn from men who have healthy marriages, men like your father, men like Patrick Bed David. I've learned so much about parenting and being a husband from Patrick and Dr. Peterson. So to me, I'm all about let's give the men solutions because just simply knowing about the problem does not give mm -hmm. you a better life and that's what I want to see all of us do in this conversation. I mean, I think, I think knowing about the problem can help men avoid mistakes in the future. So I think self-improvement's fine. That's, if you want to do self-improvement, that's great. But Red Pill is the study of human behavior. So that's like just a completely so let, different. So let's clarify. Let's clarify. So let's say mm -hmm. red pill is a study of human behavior. Mm -hmm. So let's say we have a red pill alien, right? So if a the red, red pill alien? Yes. Can we play the game? Okay. All okay. right. So we have a red pill alien, right? Mm -hmm. So all he wants to do is study human behavior. Um, Adam, human behavior, I assume it's going to be men and women, right? So therefore, if the man was just studying, the alien was just studying human behavior, he will study the behavior of men and the behavior of women. Mm -hmm. He will study the good in men and the good in women, the bad in men, the bad in women, the ugly in men, the ugly in women. He will do both. They so do. We so do. to me, yeah. what you would see if it's truly a study of human behavior mm -hmm. is what Dr. David Butts did. So I would challenge anyone to read any red pill book and then read Evolution of Desire by Dr. David Butts, read any of the uh, Understanding Human Sexuality textbooks, and they do a great job, the good, the bad, and ugly in men, the good, the bad, and ugly in women. Versus what I've seen happen at times with some content creators where it's literally 90% women. So to me, if you're, calling, if you're calling it the study of female nature, I love it. But let's not call it the study of human nature because it's not equally criticizing both parties. Um, um, I, I, I would like to say they've, they've talked about things like saying that women are socially inept to men. So I've heard them say positive things about women. I mean, you know how the internet works. The more <laughs> controversial stuff, negative stuff I never stuff said goes. they didn't say positive things about women. You said that they don't study both sides, the good and the bad. And so they're they, equally they study, studying both sides? They yeah, they study both sides. Are they equally studying both say, sides? I would say certain things go viral more. Are they equally studying both sides, yes or no? I would say that, yeah, the research and develop, yes. Okay, yes. so I would challenge anyone, mm -hmm. go to any Red Pill channel, to go to the past 40 videos, analyze all those videos, mm -hmm. and tell me what the topic is about, watch the video, mm -hmm. tell me the theme, and tell me which one they're studying, but go I ahead, mean, I, I mean, I also would like to say, like, there's a million channels that talk about what women want from men and vice versa. It's just not the same. So I think, again, the red pill, the, the stuff about women go viral more because it's just not that talked about. I'm not about. talking about because, the viral wait, wait, content. Don't interrupt me. I thought I'm sorry. We were, I I'm, thought sorry. We I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, right, I'm sorry. Oh, no, he's crying right. again. I'm sorry. Not again. Not That's on me. That's on me. Don't interrupt. That's on me. Let's just make a rule here. If someone's speaking, make your point, mm -hmm. but make it quick so the other person doesn't yeah. feel the need to interrupt. Mm -hmm. That's for both of you. Pearl, you go. Hafiz, don't interrupt. When when Hafiz is speaking, don't interrupt. And I will just I don't. That way, I don't even need to talk. You guys do your thing. So Pearl, it's your turn. Um. See, I, I lost my train of thought. I forgot I'm sorry. what the yeah. But I think I was just saying, like again, the the stuff about men is known more. I would say than about women. So that that's why that stuff goes viral because this type of content is new. Um. But they, if you look, if you read it, like. Yeah, they study both sides. Here's what I want to do. There's like 10 more topics mm -hmm. I want to get to. I feel like we've spent a lot of time talking mm -hmm. about the pros, the cons of marriage, pros and cons of red pill, respect. I feel like you guys are doing great. Do me a favor, just dap each other up real quick, just so we can just get one dap. This is it. That's, Yo, it. that's Pearly, men and man, women. That's black and white. That's you. it. That's mm -hmm. up and we're all here. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amazing. The rainbow. 
Um, Pearl, what, what I want to actually talk to you about is, this is something that I'm very obsessed with these days, mm-hmm. is the role of a man and a role of a woman in society today. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that what is happening is that women are becoming way more mm-hmm. non-traditional, mm-hmm. you know, modern women, mm-hmm. whereas they still want a traditional man. Right. This is, I don't think that's even a controversial topic. Mm-hmm. So in your opinion, obviously you're more of a traditional woman. You're not a feminist no, whatsoever. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm traditional. I, f- I feel like traditional is a 22-year-old virgin. I wish I was, okay. but I, I wouldn't say I'm traditional. All right, so then, then break like, that down. Yeah. And what do you think is the ideal role for a woman in society today with all the yeah. pressures that come with feminism and working and being a boss babe and marketing and mm-hmm. and. You know, you can be any weight you want to be. I know it's a loaded question, mm. but what is the, the, in your opinion, the role of a woman today? What what is what do I think the yeah. role of a woman today you. should be? Um, I mean, I think women should follow men's leadership. So I would say the ideal relationship is where you're following a man's lead. So, uh, it, but are you following a man's lead right now? I'd like to be. Okay. <laughs> but no, I'm single. Yeah, oh, so but, oh, I will say I follow my dad. Like I would say, like, um, but that's not a relationship. That's yeah. I mean. You know, <laughs> but so you're saying that the role of a woman. So so, Natalia over here, she's a 25 year old girl. 21. All right, 21. 21. <laughs> All right. Um, you, any woman that's watching us out there, you're saying that their role mm-hmm. should be to latch onto a man and just follow his lead. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, ideally, yes. But okay, so I, dude, as a dude, yeah, you like, trust. That's be a good, you know. It's gotta that, be a good. You and know? listen, as a dude. Selfishly, I'm like, hell yeah, Pearl. Yeah, yeah. You bitches ball in line, follow my lead. I yeah. get it. But there's going to be a lot of women out there that are like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm 18 years old. I'm mm-hmm. 21 years old. I don't even have a man. I'm going to school. I'm trying to make something out of my life. I've been encouraged to get an education, get a job, not rely on a man. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of women have been told by their mother, by their grandmother, by whoever. So put yourself in the shoes of a 21-year-old girl. And Pearl, I, again, I, I kind of selfishly like your answer. Mm-hmm. But what would you say to a 21-year-old girl out there who's like, what do you mean follow a man? I don't, A, have a man, and I want to make something of my life. What, what would your counter-argument to that be? Um, I mean, you can do what you want. I just think outcome-wise, like, I just don't think women are generally happy when like, men follow them. So if you like, how else would you be in a relationship? Someone's got to lead. Someone's got to follow. Yeah. So, but I feel like that's step two. Okay. So, so hear me out. I feel like (laughs) step two or step three is all right, cool. Step one would be like, be a normal functioning element of society, Mm -hmm. be a contributing member of society, go to school, Mm -hmm. get good grades, be a good person, Mm -hmm. like get to class, get an education, get a job. Mm -hmm. Like this is normal society and then once you're there step two would be like maybe meet somebody step three is maybe you have a boyfriend maybe step four maybe you get engaged married cool but step one before you're at step three or step four is you got to have a role in society but this isn't advice for you're a girl no okay okay like um i mean what what do i mean she has to get a job to eat (laughs) so you still have to get a job okay so go there um so go say hey if your advice is hey get good in school get good mm -hmm. grades and get a job that's a that's a a decent starting point yeah rather than like i see what you're saying follow a man figure figure out what type of guys you want and where are they okay there we go you know what i was thinking i went to i got box seats the other day shout out dad shout out dad (laughs) okay dad and i was thinking i was like 
you know, it'd be so interesting if you wanted to like get if, if you were into rich guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, which could, most women I, are. But I was okay, like, go ahead. I was like, you could be one of the girls that serves the dessert in the bar carts. I'm like, two birds, one stone, baby. <laughs> okay, so, so like, who are the guys you want? Where are they? So, by the way, I'm glad that I pressed you a little bit yeah. because yeah. Y- your your answer of uh, just follow a man mm-hmm. sounds great in theory, but yeah. it's not realistic. Well, you have to find like, well, I think okay. step before that would be where are the guys you want? Okay, so let's yeah. stay there for yeah. a second, Pearl. This is good stuff. Yeah. This is actually advice for women, but also advice for men because I want to get your, advi- your, your, your perspective on the flip side. You're saying, hey, listen, the number one priority a woman should have is secure a high value man. Mm-hmm. Is that essentially your answer? You're saying follow a man to lead. No, so you I, want I it said, to be... Yeah, I, he doesn't have to be... High. I mean, high value is like, what, 5% of men? So find well, a guy find a guy that you trust. Well, I mean, again... You're not, I just, your advice is to follow some loser. Yeah, you want him to be yeah, a good okay, man. Okay, fine. I'm, yeah. I'm not, this isn't yeah. a gotcha question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Find a man. Mm-hmm. So your advice is, hey, where do high value men hang out? Uh-huh. A.K.A. box seats at the game. Yeah. All right, cool. But I like your advice. It's mm-hmm. find out what type of man you want and put yourself in a position to find that type of man mm-hmm. and then find that man and then be the COO to his CEO, mm-hmm. right? Men lead, women follow. Mm-hmm. Is that essentially, I know you don't give advice, but that's kind of the praxeology that you're conveying? No, that wouldn't be a praxeology. That would be an advice channel. Okay, that would be yeah. advice. That'd be wife school, you know. That'd be wife that's school. actually going to be an episode on wife school. Okay, go so let's go know. to wife school. Yeah. What advice do you have to be a good wife? Again, the, the wives do. But um, I would just say, like, in that, in that perspective, like, you talk about where are the guys you want. So first, you, you probably have to look at, like, um, like, income demographics. So if you have a certain income, you look where are they and then go, how do you get them? I mean, I think that's just. I have a, I have a question, not. if you don't mind. Are you do you do you want to get married? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm wondering if a man is like, let's say a man loves your content, mm-hmm. he's hearing like marriage is a terrible decision for men today. Mm-hmm. Why would why would he um, want to marry you? If, oh, I mean, I don't. I'm okay with not getting legally married. That's fine. Okay. Um, is your dad okay with that? Nah, he doesn't care. He kind of says, live, live your life. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. So I, I see what you did there. It's actually a good question. She mm-hmm. wants to get married, but also she's kind of like... I'm okay with just like a yeah. ceremony or something. I mean, I'd like to like do a ceremony ideally, but mm-hmm. I would understand like honestly if a guy didn't want to do the legal... Like I know so much about it, and I think if I was in a guy's point of view... So you want him to do like the ceremonial marriage? I mean, I did. Why do we go personal though? It's like what? I'm is, just curious. Yeah, okay, I want to learn okay. about you. Okay. We're, we're friends I'm, now, right? Are we? Yeah, we. Yeah, thought, thought we were. <laughs> Everyone's getting along here. We're cool. Um, all right. Same question to you. Yeah. You're married now. I assume, being the type of person that has gone through this growth pattern and actually improved, and you said when you were 18, 19, struggling, yeah, getting no girls, making no money, you got to the point now where you've developed the roommates and now the standard, and you were able to lock down. A beautiful wife and that's yeah. amazing same question to you is what do you think the role of a modern woman should be i think the role of a modern woman should be to f- fulfill her purpose that god has given her and for a lot of women that purpose is going to be some man's wife not every woman so to me i think it's to fulfill that purpose and most women's purpose is to be to um be a husband be a wife to a husband the challenging thing is, I want to clarify something. Every man does not need to be married. I won't, I'm not forcing men to be married. If you don't want to get married, you're free to not get married. So at the same time, if there's a woman who's disagreeable, one of these knuck if you buck, you know, the, the girls that you obviously talk about on your show, 
we, she shouldn't get married, right? She shouldn't get married because she's so disagreeable. She's so damaged. She so, has so many issues. And so to me, I think it's to figure out what that is. And then based upon that decision, then you pursue it, right? Um, so that's what I think I would, I would say for modern women today. I think. Um, Can I ask a yeah, question? Go ahead, what do you advise your Do you advise your men in the standard to get married? Um, so great question, mm -hmm. Pearl. So one of the things for me is that a true enough story. The answer is yes and no. Depends on the guy. Mm -hmm. I don't believe, and I want to clarify, I do not believe every man should get married. If I'm 18 years old, I'm with my high school sweetheart. We're broke. We're living in freaking West Virginia. Should we get married? Heck no. Of course not. You have a 99.9% .9 divorce rate. Mm -hmm. It is the dumbest thing on planet Earth. So what I like to do, we're actually working on, on this process. I'm, I'm glad that you asked me. We're working on like this um, marriage evaluator where we take all these different variables in the individual and see what is the projected divorce rate, right? We still have, we're still fixing it. We're still playing around with it. So if a man meets certain criteria, right? So if a man knows his purpose, he's financially sound, mm -hmm. he's physically fit, he's emotionally healthy, he's spiritually grounded, and he meets certain mm -hmm. criteria, and he wants to bring in the right woman, because it's not just so much you being the right man, mm -hmm. she also has to be the right woman, right? And then, obviously, you, you got to have the conversation with the marriage mediator if you want to do the prenups and things along those lines. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to do all those things, go through the pre-engagement counseling and all that stuff, I support it. I actually have, I'm not, I think the straw man to my argument is every man should get married no matter what age and social, no, no, no. It's a very specific man that we, uh, that I believe should get married and I believe every man should work to become that man and once he's that man, I believe marriage is in his best okay. interest. Yeah, that's okay, basically so what I was saying about supply so and demand. You, you, Become a guy mm -hmm. who's in high demand, and there'll be a ton of supply okay. out there for so, you. So you think if a guy does all those things, he should get married, would you say legally too? Um, it's up to him to decide. So for me, I have, I okay. have guys who are Christians. I have guys who are Muslims. Mm -hmm. I have guys who are atheists, Buddhists. So me, I'm never going to tell you how you choose to get married because I, the reason why I obviously— so, so you don't advise on that? Um, because that's a religious conversation because I'm a Christian. No, but, I'm, but remember, like the majority of the world, I, I mean— like what percent of America's Christians like can actually practice? Majority, majority uh, of Americans practicing? Practicing. That's, that's different. Okay. Even though okay. people, let me give you an example. Okay. Even though okay, people aren't practicing. Go ahead. Go ahead. So that I'm was saying, nice. Look so at us. See, so, <laughs> Teamwork. So if, if a guy gets to a certain percentage, mm -hmm. like, do you advise him? You do advise him to get legally married. So when it comes to the legality, I just want legally yes or no. Oh no, and yes depends no, on no, the no. person because it depends okay, okay. on the person. So it, if somebody is an so atheist, so some guys you advise yes if they're religious, and then otherwise so no. So in, in regards to them choosing about marriage, it depends upon the person. I have Muslim people who they say, like, my name is Hafiz. Hafiz mm -hmm. means one who memorizes the Quran. I am the only Christian in the entire Baalku lineage and uh, who's a male. Most of my family are Muslim. So a lot of my Muslim family, they get, they get married in, um, in Islam. They don't get married with, via the state. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say, no, you should follow my Christian ideas and get married to the state. You're free to do whatever you want because in Islam, you believe what you believe. And so to me, that's why I said, depending on the religion, depending on the background, mm -hmm. I give different advice for different people. Mm -hmm. what, that's why one of the things I want to add one last thing people don't realize i've stopped doing videos i've stopped doing content in 2022 mm -hmm. 
Literally in 2021, I did 81 individual videos. In 2022, I did five. Why? I've stopped been doing content. Right now, all we do is we have these conversations with real life men. We get to know them. We hear their stories. We hear their struggles. We give them tools and resources, and we give specific advice. The biggest problem with the internet, what I can agree with you, Pearl, um, if you believe this or not, is the internet gives you vague advice. So some advice can work for some men, but it doesn't mean it works for other men. You want to give as specific advice, advice as possible, and therefore you must know that man as best as possible. So recently, based upon how I know that man will be based upon how I give him the advice. Okay, I was just curious your thought process. Like, So Christian does all the things you say. Yes or no, recommend legal. Legal, not, not ceremony. Christian, yes. Legal, Okay, yes. so if he's Christian, yes. fits in that category, high-value man, whatever, you think legally he should get married? Yes, and protect himself. Okay, okay. I was protect just himself how? Yeah, so there's... So with a prenup. Yeah, so there's, there's a myriad of ways of protecting mm -hmm. yourself. So, Natalia, if you don't mind, can you go ahead and go back to the data real quick? Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. So, um, go ahead and scroll down, down... The, uh, a little bit further. Oh, you're just at the bottom. Can you scroll up? Oh, look, well, sorry, sorry. Scroll the way down. Pearl. Um, scroll up a little. The bottom one, um, number six. M marriage mediation agreements. Um, great. So that's a great article for you guys to read to learn a little bit more about ma marriage mediation from a lawyer's perspective. So this is something that I think guys need to do. So what happens is before you get married, you find that you get a marriage mediator. And, I, and mm -hmm. depending on the state, different laws. And what she will do is she'll sit, she'll sit you down mm -hmm. and walk through every detail of marriage, how much money you, you're planning on making, um, what, what um, responsibilities each person is going to have. And then through the mediation, then the mediator will work with the lawyer to co coin the prenup. But this is very important because it identifies what you expect out of that marriage. So these are additional ways a man can protect himself by making sure that if you're marrying a woman, you guys, you and her are crystal clear, you know, in regards to what you expect. And then if you want to go ahead and go through the, 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 do the premarital agreement, aka the prenup, there's mm -hmm. other things you can do as well, as well as if you want to protect yourself from alimony, there's things that you do as well. All these resources we give to our guys in the community, we're constantly giving all these tools, all this information for them to win the most in life. Did, did you get a prenup? No, I didn't. Oh, why? Um, because in, in, Cause, in my personal... Because you'd recommend the guy to get the prenup. Everyone is different. Okay, I was I'm not going to force anybody to do it. Some people okay. believe it. Some people don't. I okay. personally, I personally, me personally, mm -hmm. this is Hafiz's is personal. This is not God's. Mm -hmm. This is not my best advice for men today. I personally believe for my wife, the 50-50 makes sense. For my wife, mm -hmm. it makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. So would you be willing to say that you're the exception, not the rule? A hundred percent. And I, and I, and I can say, I would never, uh, one clip, I, I would never advise anyone to do what I'm doing. This is my personal conviction. Okay. These are things that what I prayed it, about. What if, what if it ended up that you would, it was less than 50, 50? Like, like money? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you the secret pro. No, so, so I'm just Go like ahead. say, say, and I, I don't wish this on you, so don't, you know, but in 10 years, mm -hmm. right? It, and it's not 50-50. She takes 70-80%. Let's do 99. Okay. Let's go freaking 99. Let's say she takes 99% of the money. Know what I have, Adam? This. What's really interesting is I would, I would advise people to look up top um, divorce, the, 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 the top divorce payouts in U.S. history. And see the guys who had the top divorce payouts. Mm -hmm. You know what happened to almost every single last one of those guys, Adam? Mm -hmm. They became even richer after their divorces. You know why? Because you can take away their money. You can never take away the man's mind. You can take away Tiger Woods' money. Oh, never mind. They did take his mind, too. <laughs> but, Michael, but Michael Jordan, you can't take away his mind. Um, the, the, what's the dude's, um, the Amazon dude? 
Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Bezos. So what happens is, to me, the mind of the man, you will always be successful. That's me personally. Yeah. Guys, don't 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 apply this to your life. So I personally believe, me personally, I'm not a, I'm not a big money guy. I'm a very simplistic guy like mm -hmm. you. You know, if my if my family's taken care of, every everything is good. You can you can give me let me hit ground zero. Take all my YouTube subscribers. Take all my YouTube followers. Heck, give her the freaking house. Give her everything. Guess what's gonna happen in three years? I'm gonna be right back. That's the kind of mindset I have. I gotta I gotta give you some pushback, brother. Go ahead. Okay, you know <laughs> what you're, you know, you're my me. guy. Yeah, and I, and, I love and you. I'm sure the chat's going wild yeah, over here. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm glad before I even give you the pushback. I'm glad that you're saying this is me. Mm -hmm. I'm not advising this for you because no, I think no man should do this. So. For me, yeah. like I isn't have that friends hypocritical? that are going, uh -huh. I was just, Isn't that hypocritical? Every, no, because everybody's advised, different. Okay. Sam, uh, okay. Now you're interrupting me. So I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I did it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. It's all good. Go ahead. Okay, I'm messing with you. Yeah. But so for me, like I have friends that are going through a divorce right now. Uh, one really, really uh, close friend. And I know what he's built. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's given the wife half the house. Um, and... Rightfully so. They raise a family in the house, 50-50, cool. They're splitting the house. It's worth a handful of million dollars. It's a Miami, great, awesome. But now she's getting 50% of his business. Mm -hmm. This guy is a successful business. Yeah. This woman, she didn't do shit yeah. to help with the business, mm -hmm. okay? And for me, that is a very, very tough thing. Let me go deeper, bro. Please, please Let's do. say that I'm worth $10 million, mm -hmm. okay? And my wife... Like you gave the ninety nine percent number. By the way, it's extreme number. I know, I know, I know. But that's why I'm giving you the pushback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want you to to think about this. If I'm worth ten million dollars and we get a divorce, and I'm left with a hundred grand, and my wife gets nine point nine million dollars, it's ridiculous. That's where as a dude is gonna go jump off a fucking bridge. A hundred percent. And I want to clarify. And I want to clarify. Yeah, I'll be facetious. It was extreme. It was extreme number. The point that I made is that when it comes to the the prenuptial agreement, everybody's prenuptial agreement is different. Whatever you feel comfortable with, that's what you should have. So my point is that if some men feel comfortable with 50-50, some men say, hey, if we get divorced, you get this stipend, you get whatever you want to come up with. Me personally, this is my opinion. I'm not saying it's fact. I'm saying this is my personal opinion. People are going to use this to go against me. It's how I feel. Feel, that's just what I, I think the 50 50 for, for my wife, for yes. my particular wife, I believe it makes sense. I'll say one me. thing and then I'm going to turn it over mm -hmm. to our friend Pearl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hafiz, you've been making content about men's self improvement for how long? Um, I, I, writing or videos? Everything. Uh, probably for 13 years. So, meaning when you got married, you knew exactly what you were doing. 100%. You weren't like, wow, it's just, that's no, it. No. You, very, you were very intentional. You said, I'm doing this for a reason. Yeah. I've, I'm very clear-eyed and, and open-hearted as to I, I am confident in my situation, and I know that most men shouldn't do this, but here's what I'm willing to do because I'm very aware of what I'm doing mm -hmm. as far as getting married, prenup, up, like, yeah. Meaning, like, you didn't get, like, bamboozled at all. No, no. And that's why I'm okay with yeah. your decision. Because you actively, consciously, logically made that decision. Yeah. And nobody out there, whether you agree with Hafiz or fucking disagree with Hafiz, yeah. 
like you knew what you're getting. You didn't get bamboozled. 100%. That's my point. Yeah, and, and that's why if that's your decision, that's your decision. And one and one of the things I also want to talk about in regards to because when people talk about marriage and the state, what people don't realize is that when it comes to marriage and the state, the state has almost always been in marriage. One of the common misnomers is that the state was never in marriage, and all of a sudden in the Western marriage, the state all of a sudden went into marriage. If you go back to one of the oldest ancient laws, which is Hammurabi's codes, there is literally codes and rules, literally rules by in ancient Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia, where there's, where there's rules that if a wife leaves a husband, she got nothing, which I think is a, a great rule, and Pearl would love that rule. Mm -hmm. And if a husband left his wife with children, he must provide a sustainable living. So I know people are going to straw man my argument and use, and use this point to make their clips. Every man should do what he believes is best. If you want to give your wife zero, give her zero. If you want to give her half, give her half. Whatever you feel is best as a man, that's what I advise. Yeah. I'm just sharing my opinion. We did an episode yesterday, and I, I want to give you the takeaway that I thought. Whether you agree with this person, disagree with this person, I'm just letting you know what I took away from TLA, <laughs> what he said yesterday. He said, before you get married, spend 500 or 1000 bucks and meet with an attorney and just understand what you're getting yourself into. 100%. Knowledge is power. That's great advice. Step two, I'm advising you, this is him, get a prenup. Yeah, Whatever okay. the prenup yes. says, you figure out. Step three, do a personality test. That's great. As to make sure that the person that you're marrying, you guys are in the same wavelength. I think, again, I'm not a lawyer. This is not my personal advice. I'm re-quoting this. But I think that is very applicable advice for today. The lovely Pearl, go ahead, your response. Well, prenups can be thrown out, too. And I'm, so I think that's something that men should be aware of as well. So do you know why to get thrown out, Pearl? Um, I mean, it differs state to state. Of course. Um, so I, like there's one that if, if they do the prenup like too close to the marriage, mm -hmm. basically, they, um, they'll say she was under duress. Of course. Basically. So you can't like throw your, throw your girl a prenup the day yeah. before. There's Pretty ways high. to do them. <laughs> there's ways to do it right. And there's yes. ways to do it wrong. I love yeah. that. And yeah. Pearl, that's fantastic. Guys, listen to what Pearl said, because that's what we both can agree on. Mm -hmm. It's very important that you educate yourself on the prenup, educate mm -hmm. yourself because each mm -hmm. state is different and as well as educate yourself how it is thrown out because like I said my biggest thing is I I want to help men win in this environment but we know these laws mm -hmm. that educate yourself okay if we know that prenups are thrown out these seven different ways protect yourself in these seven different ways however the problem still is it's up to the judge and judges differ and you can't really predict what judge you're gonna get so which goes back to what I was saying I, I just I understand why men just avoid this chaos um, in my general. question to you Pearl is how many percent of prenups done the right way are thrown away how much, what percent? Yeah. I don't actually know. Exactly. So the mm -hmm. fundamental reason, you don't know. So, but it's so, not, it's so not let me, that, let me, it's not, hold on, Pearl, I'm going to say, no, okay, cut no. me off, go ahead, so, cut me off. Thank you, I boss. will. Um, no, it's, it's, it's not that every woman will, it's that every woman can. And that, that's, that's the point a lot of times they're, like, that they're talking about. It's like that's a lot of power to give someone because it goes back to you're signing a contract where the other person is benefited to leave. You could do this. You could put the prenup in and help avoid a situation, and maybe most of the time it will. But this, the whole point is they're looking for a reason to throw it out. And there's even lawyers that have come forward and say, I don't believe prenups work. Final thought, because we're going to move on to the course. next topic in so one minute. So my point is this. Mm -hmm. When we're giving people, we have to give them practical advice. Mm -hmm. No, no, let you do. You finish. do on your let channel. Me, let me you do on no, your channel. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Because it's your again, show. Go ahead. Again, sorry, we're, go we're ahead. not giving advice. We're not giving advice. You give advice. 
Sorry, go that's ahead. That's a I, fair statement. Can she's I, not I, an advice channel. She's yeah. in entertainment. Sorry, can, You're I, more can, I, can I talk now, Pearl? Is go that okay go. with you? Yeah, I'll let you. Thank you so much, Thank Pearl. <laughs> so to me, one of, the, one of the biggest things in regards to that statement is people can do anything. Right? Don't get friends because they can stab you in your back because mm-hmm. a friend stabs you in your back. Don't mm-hmm. drive a car because you can get in a crash. Don't. Anything can happen. My desire is to help men alleviate the risks that happen. Yes, is there a percentage, a 1% chance you can throw, the prenup can be thrown away. Of course, there's always a risk. I want to give men the best odds possible to win in this environment. And so, men, if you're looking, if you're looking to get a prenup, make sure you go to your individual state, understand the specific laws for your state, understand what what cases in your state the prenup was thrown about, protect yourself to be able to have the best life possible. That's my advice for men to win the most in life. Well, prenups can be thrown out if the judge sees something that makes them deemed unfair. And if we're going to use the car analogy, so Adam, I got a question for you. Oh, she was waiting for this one. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) So, okay, if you were driving your car, right, and you found out that at the intersection, (laughs) they're paid to hit you. They're paid. They're given money to hit you at the intersection. Would you understand if guys maybe were like, you know what, I'm going to stop at this light and not go through? Uh, well, full disclosure, I haven't had a car in 10 years. I have Uber everywhere, I don't have Uber a car everywhere to avoid nonsense like this. But to address your actual question, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not looking for drama. I'm yeah. going to avoid that. But go and ahead. I think that's like the perspective. But it's the, like, why, why do all this when you just a difference. avoid? Right? A, a man are built mm-hmm. to protect and provide. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose of man. Patrick, Bet David, we love Patrick. Shout out Patrick. I know you're not watching this, but I love you. <laughs> yes, shout, <she> is. <laughs> uh, shout out Patrick, Bet David. Patrick, Bet David said, what is that Jewish proverb? Every man should do three things. Yeah. Write a book, mm-hmm. plant, plant a, a tree, tree have, have a son. A son. Yeah. I believe that men are living their fullest potential when they're protecting, providing, leading a family. Yes, anyone cannot drive the intersection, but are we telling men to never have families, never to live their, their potential, never to experience No, I, I'm not telling I mean, them to do anything. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish my conversation? Go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you, Rope. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. I just want to help men be able to have those things that Patrick Bed David advised. Go ahead, Adam. No, all good. We, we, we're we're going to switch topics mm-hmm. here. I think we've, we've exhausted the marriage and divorce content. Of course. We were going to have short clips about marriage and divorce <laughs> for the next decade. We're good. I got, we're good. Let, let's move on to a couple of things. We were talking about the concept of men leading, women follow. Mm-hmm. Natalia and I kind of what your what your parents do about like the the father your 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 dad is the ceo but the mom is the coo i think it's a very good analogy right there whereas mm-hmm. like you've heard that the man is the head but the woman is the neck all these types of things but i want to i want to i want to relate that into money at this point let's have a, a little money conversation let's talk about money Obviously, mm-hmm. men are traditionally the provider the breadwinner you just use the term uh provider in a second but now according to npr 30 percent of wives now out earn their husbands so a question for 30%? you. 30%? 30%. So when a woman out-earns her husband, how do you think that affects the power dynamic in a relationship? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I, was, I, I thought you were going to keep going. At a no, go. Okay. No, I, f- I mean, typically I don't think like women date up. I think typically it's, it's not good. That doesn't end well. Um, I would say what I've heard, um, Auntie, my, my BFF, shout out Auntie, um, she says that in those situations it's better to let the man handle the money. She's like, you'll trust a man with your body, but not your money. So you're recommending that the woman, even if she earns the husband, to give the money to her man to, to manage? I, I would, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what, that's what I would do. But uh, let me tell you something. Yeah. Let, let, me, let, me give, let me give a pro a shout-out yeah. real quick. 
whatever dude Actually, I ends up wifing you up. <laughs> Like, you're gonna give him whatever. You're gonna give him the money. He doesn't have to get married legally. <laughs> He's gonna. You're gonna be the follower. He's gonna be the leader. Uh, mm -hmm. Am I? Is that a fair statement? Like you're you're ready just to comply and commit, uh, and to your husband. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, submit. I meant submit. I'm all about. I that actually, I beg thing. my dad. I, yeah. I make I make my dad manage my money. You know, it's funny. I'm 26. I, I do have a question on yeah, that, actually. Yeah. So if you say you were in that situation and you would give the man your money to manage, I mean, I, I and think if he's an at-home... No, sorry. If he's like an at-home dad, why would you feel comfortable to give a man who doesn't earn that money to manage? Uh, an at-home dad? I usually date guys with, like, jobs. Right, but I'm just saying, like, for that situation, like you said, right? Like, the woman made all the money and she gave the man the money to manage. Uh -huh. Like, I find it a little bit hard for, like a lot of average women to feel confident to give a man all the money when he hasn't worked for it, mm -hmm. nor like get education on what to do with it, if that makes sense. Oh, I mean, that's why, again, I don't give advice. I don't say that's for everyone. But right. um, I mean, just in general, women spend more anyway. It's probably going to be better with the money than you are. I mean, women make 70 to 80% of consumer buying decisions, even though we make less money. Right. I mean, I can understand um, why a woman would just to like get rid of the headache, but like for me, I, I mean, I could understand why a woman would hesitate mm -hmm. to just, you know, just well, give away all that money, especially after like women probably like doesn't really well, want to Well, that's why, like, I just think of the relationship with my, like, I trust my dad so much. Right. And, like, I would hope I would be with someone I trust them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. No, yeah. But I, I would just think, like, my parents always had a joint bank account anyway. Yeah. And then it's like, who makes the financial dis Like, to me, they just had one. I'm going to do you a favor. Okay. Whatever you make, all your YouTube stuff, all yeah. your money. Give it to Uncle Saws over here. I'm gonna handle it for you. You can trust <laughs> now me. Now my dad has it now. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm just, I'm, listen, I'm just looking for that. I'm just saying, save that money. Uh, in general, Hafiz, what percentage should the man pay for in a marriage or even in a long-term relationship, and what percentage should a woman pay for? That's a hard question because um, I believe if Natalie wants to put up the data, I believe almost 60% of married women work right so they're working for a reason they're paying a bill right mm -hmm. so majority of women married women are working so they're paying a bill and and a traditional sense in my model men pay it all right but i'm not as naive to realize that not every single man can be able to afford to pay all the bills so i don't want to i don't want to belittle a man who's a teacher who's not able to pay you know the fullness of his family of so in, in my opinion a man can still lead without making the most money. Mm -hmm. And so that's just something I think to answer, hope that answers your question because percentage, it matters, like it depends, right? If you're a guy and let's say your purpose in life is to be a fifth grade teacher, that's your purpose in life, right? And then all of a sudden you're dating a woman who's a teacher then she becomes a, a principal. Now all of a sudden she's making more, she's than, making you, more right? than you, right? So you can still be the leader, yeah. the masculine dominant leader in your home, though she's making more. Is there going to be challenges? A hundred thousand percent. But a man can still lead, though he's not making all the money. Does your girl work? Excuse me. No, she doesn't work. Mm. Okay, so you take care of what percentage of the all bills? Of okay, and, and does that work for large expenses and small expenses? Wait. Meaning, okay, so large expenses. Uh, I'm paying the rent. I'm paying the car bills. Yeah. I mean, I'm paying the bills. I'm mm -hmm. paying the utilities. I'm, I'm paying the health insurance. Yeah. Uh, bigger bills. But you're also taking care of, like, nails, hair, yeah, 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 clothing. Yeah. That shit gets I, annoying, doesn't it? Well, well here's a reality. Like I said, every man needs to understand who you're marrying. Mm 
if I, if I was dating a girl who has a three thousand dollar hair and nail budget, best believe I would never marry that woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's why, as, like, like I said, is you have yeah. to be wise enough to realize, yo, know, is she a spender? Is she a saver? Mm -hmm. What is her standard of living? What is her expectation? All these things that you gotta really investigate through pre-engagement pre counseling, really investigate by using your wisdom and discernment, use your parents, look at her parents. It's, it, it takes a lot of investigation. And if she's an individual who's, who knows how to save that money and smart yeah. with money, you're not gonna have those bills. Respect. I, mean, I just you know, think in marriage, like you're treating it like a unit, like you're one. And I, so I don't understand like, and if, if he's making the decisions, like I feel like you should be able to trust him with that. Well, here, fair enough, mm -hmm. I respect. Um, mm -hmm. I hear conflicting. Maybe you have stats on this. This is just, I'm going to throw this out there. Mm -hmm. You guys picked this up from where. On one hand, I hear men lead, women follow, the men pay the bills, women, you know, mm -hmm. give the man the money. You know, a woman shouldn't have to work like in this situation. And on the other hand, I hear you know, dual, like, you got to have like dual incomes just to get by. So I guess what I'm saying is this. There's a lot of people who are like, no, the woman needs to work in order for us to make $100,000 so we can survive. Because I make 60 and she makes 40. We make 50, make 50. On the other hand, I hear a lot of stories about it's actually lost opportunity cost by the fact that she's going out and making 40 grand where if she would just stay home with the kids, take care, cook, maybe even homeschooling or whatever mm -hmm. not we don't need that 40 grand because it's, it's better served to save that money and keep her in the house and we don't need their income and could you save the money else do you have any thoughts on what uh, the, these um, conflicting so ideologies we're actually, are we're gonna do an episode of wife school on this like a lot okay. of times women want a, a lifestyle more than like they can really get in a guy and so it's like a lot of times it's about the lifestyle because when you when you go down to it i was talking to this woman um she like married a guy that makes six figures she doesn't work and she said she keeps her expenses under I can't remember what it was. It was like $10,000 a year for like 10 kids because they just live super frugal. And I'm not saying like everybody can do that. Yeah. And it depends on where you live. But I think a lot of times like women want a lifestyle that they can't afford. Like they want to eat out. They want to buy clothes every month. They're like they don't go down to like the actual necessities. Well, I feel like because, that is common and, and I, and in, I, in America in general, men and, and women. Um, not, I mean, women, I, I, this is just more anecdotal, like just from... Come on, women spend more than men do. Like, like I see more women with like hair extensions, fake lashes, like all this stuff, than I see men in luxury suits. Oh, facts. Yeah, and so yeah. When, you, when you say who, who's who's more addicted to the lifestyle, women. So what was your question, Adam? <laughs> no. And so, so, uh, so I'm saying like I ask this question on my show all the time: Would you go in life down in lifestyle for a family? And I would girls say, Hell no. Hell no. And I just think that a lot of times is the problem. Yeah. I, I, I also think that social media has a large part of it. Like I saw, I, I don't know, forgive me. I don't know if it was on Fresh and Fit or, or Rolo Shodi does with uh, my buddy Michael Sartain. I forget what it was. Uh, and they went, I think it was on Fresh and Fit. And they went around and they asked uh, a group of women and they said, would you rather a boyfriend or Instagram? <laughs> and they all went around. They're like, give me the gram. Hook me up with the gram. IG, yeah. baby. Because mm. all the attention that they're getting and the opportunity and whatever. Mm. Like, obviously, these girls are OnlyFans type <laughs> girls and, and, and these types of situations. <laughs> and they all chose the gram, not a man. Yeah, and that's, that's kind terrible. of indicative of what your society, uh, society, society with yeah. this lifestyle and the, everything that kind of comes with that. And, and mm. the, I know you said that you're mm. not traditional, but in essence, you kind of are. I mean, I would say I'm a modern woman. I have some traditional values. But again, like, I think all women in 2022 have been influenced to some extent by feminism. Like, you know, in my, like, 
I used to be obsessed with volleyball. That was the only thing I cared about, volleyball, volleyball, volleyball. And I just think on some level, like everyone's been influenced a little bit. It's hard to find traditional women in 2022. Yeah, it's tough like, out there. Mm-hmm. Like a girl with her own cookbook. I just started one, but I don't, you know, I haven't, I haven't finished it yet. Pearly that, Things yeah, Cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> come, come, come anyway. Um, do you, I, I want to ask this another question. Oh, I want to give ahead, this ahead, one yeah, to you. Yeah. So um, with that being said, with this only OnlyFans culture and women being able to monetize their sex and, you know, it, it's basically the barriers to entry. You used to have to literally get out of your house to go be a stripper or a hooker or a woman of the night. Now you could just do it in the comfort of your home with mm-hmm. a webcam. Okay, so women are, are able to monetize their sexuality like never before. Um, combined with that are the, the, the hookup culture that's basically pervasive in society, marital sex, you know, body counts over mm-hmm. that. By the way, do you know what the average body count for a man versus a woman is in, in America today? Oh, my gosh. Wait, can I guess? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I saw this. No, tell me. Tell okay. Me. Average amount of <laughs> sexual partners for a man, six and a half to seven, 6.5 to seven. Okay. For a woman, four to five. So in a lifespan, you're mm-hmm. talking six to seven. Uh, what do you think is an appropriate amount of sexual partners before marriage? Personally? Yeah. Um, none. I really believe... It's 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 the least practical. I want to clarify yeah. the least practical, practical, the best for society. I truly believe promiscuity is one of the biggest cancers that's affecting the Western society. Um, I think it's something that's extremely destructive in the lives of women. Um, obviously, it's extremely destructive in the lives of men. So I think what's ideal for both individual partners is for individuals to build their lives find someone that they want to be with and do deep investigation and then be with that person. Statistically speaking, virgins and women who, especially women who have the least amount of sexual partners, I don't have that data, I apologize, guys, um, have the most stable and healthy marriages. So I don't think promiscuity is good. So you're an advocate of two virgins riding it out, no sex till marriage. So, so here's what I would say. Married. Like I said, it's not practical. So yeah. I'm going to be honest because I didn't do that either. So gotcha. it's not practical. I think my biggest advice is, and this, and it gets really complicated because it's like this is like a two-hour conversation that yeah. I'm trying to condense in two minutes. The biggest challenge is that I believe people, at the very minimum, only be with someone that you're in a committed relationship with that you can see yourself marrying, right? Um, but that poses this challenge because what if a girl's 35 years old, she's had nine boyfriends and she's had nine bodies? So to me, I think the best thing possible, but it's not practical if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think it's so not practical. Of course, it's just not, it's not realistic point. in today's world. So it's world. almost like, hey... You know, so you bet, should do this. Yeah. I didn't do it, so then, but so, so, I don't think you're going to do it either, so, but you and, should kind of do me, this. And let me clarify. Yeah. For me, like I tell people all the time, my story is very true. I probably had the least amount of sexual partners. And whenever I go in a room, I guarantee you, I've always, like 99% of the time, I have the least amount of sexual partners. And so as an individual who really, only time I really had sexual intercourse was with my wife. Um, Like consistently, I know it's hard as crap, but I can say I did attempt as best as I could to do so. I was not perfect, I made a lot of mistakes, I slipped up a ton, but you can at least pursue to not be as promiscuous and to Mm -hmm. at least try to live as a self-controlled life as possible. I think you can try that. How does that look? I don't know, but I think we should at least try a form of self-control. Don't be hard on yourself, bro. I'm, I'm happy for what you did before you're married. You're good. By the way, do you think there's what's the most appropriate number 
body count before marriage. Oh, I mean, I, for men I think the, the rise in promiscuity is on the women more than the men, to be honest, because like one out of three men are either virgins or haven't had sex in the past year. So it's definitely yeah. the women. Um, and it's a very small percentage of men that can actually even get sex. Um, and I would say an appropriate number. I mean, ideally, like if you're if you're a young girl and you can wait till you're married to have se- like to have sex, I, t- I totally would advise that. And I, I don't really give advice, but I love how you caught so, yourself. I don't really <laughs> give advice, but I just I just think like the less the better. Like I just think hookup culture isn't. Um, so, I just don't uh, think it's beneficial. Hafiz is basically saying, hey, I know it's not practical. I know it's not ideal. And I know it's not easy to do, but you should wait till marriage to have sex mm-hmm. are, are you saying something similar or are you mm. saying i just say the less the better the less the, the better. less the better That's what do you consider uh what do you consider a lot for a girl i mean i think um the the data says it switches around like five to seven where it's like the numbers drop off um where like the chance of a happy marriage statistically goes down but i mean uh, Honestly, I, I just think my parents only slept with each other, and I think that was great. I think that was the best way that, yeah. like, just as a kid. There's no exes, no crazy, you know. My, my question is, you know, once you let the cat out the bag, is it ever going back? So whether it's feminism and women working and being boss babes and everything that kind of associated with that, mm-hmm. are these women really going to go back into the kitchen? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Now that there's been sexual liberation mm-hmm. and women can kind of do whatever and they can take the pill... Are they going to start going back to being virgins? I highly doubt it. So no, there's like this, there's this like <laughs> idealistic, you know, lifestyle and like way of life that was for centuries, but we're no longer there. Can I give some pushback yeah. to that? Pearl, would you say you're a traditional modern woman? <laughs> no, I would say I'm a modern woman. Uh, unfortunately, you're, you're yeah. modern, but are you unfortunately are, are you the typical modern woman? Am I the typical modern woman? Um, it, it dep- I would say I share, I have, am I the typical modern woman? I would say there are some things, yes, some things, no. Okay. okay. In, in general, are you the typical modern woman? Is there more yeses than no? I don't know what your point is. Okay. Could you, could you just I, I'm just to, curious yeah. because from what you've communicated to us, mm-hmm. you're like, I'm not like these women. I'm trying to mm-hmm. improve. I'm trying to change my life. Mm-hmm. So what to me makes sense is you saw the filth in society and you wanted to change. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. my point about it is that yes, we see society is getting crazier, Uh but there are people who are like, yo, the results for my parents, what I'm looking at today, that mug is disgusting, right? Mm -hmm. Is it the majority? Of course not. Mm -hmm. But what I do see is that there are people who are looking at this toxic promiscuous hookup culture and they're finding disgust in it. And I think that's important. Can you do a poll from our audience if they, if you, the, uh, should you wait till marriage to have sex? I just yeah. uh, frame it however you want to um, frame it. I, di- I didn't. Ahead, I didn't say that, but um, I I think that like the majority. I just think it's going to get worse, not better. And like I, I don't say this happily. And you know I have my wife school. I, I hope it gets better. It'll probably get better for individuals. But if we look at like every generation of girls is doing wilder shit than the one before. Hundred percent. Yeah, and so it's like I ideally sure I would hope it would get better, but I just. Being a, the realist in me is yeah, like, exactly. are girls are there going to be less girls on OnlyFans in ten years? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, but and, and that's essentially the premise of why I wanted to ask that question because we're no longer in like the biblical days where it's like <laughs> you're going to hell if you have yeah, like yeah, yeah. nobody believes that, yeah. and and nobody I think is waiting till marriage to have sex. Nope. I think people hear that they're like, 
okay, Hafiz. Like, I hear, like, respect. Yeah. I get it. Like, there's stats out there that the less well, the less partners you've had, the more likely you are well, to stay married. Th there's stats. There's stats that kind of associate with that. I just don't see it changing. But, I, yeah, like I, mean, I, think, I think if women wanted it too, it could, but women won't, and that's the problem. Yeah, of course. And the men that wait, they're like, oh, I can wait till I'm like 30, or the average age of first marriage in the UK, which is where I'm at, it's 31. I can wait till I'm 31. She's at this many. That's lives. the average age of marriage yeah, in the UK. Yeah, and it's like, it's not Ain't like. Ain't no dude waiting until like, he's 30 not, to have yeah, sex. And that's the thing. It's not like there's a shortage of men that are yeah. like, oh, I hope, I, I don't want to marry a 22 year old. So, okay, it's that that's the women's choice. Yeah, so to me, one of the biggest things is I'm always looking at what is the most tangible solutions for the lives of men. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I know is that promiscuity wrecks women. Mm -hmm. We know that. But we let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. You got this. <laughs> so I, I prom, 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 promiscuity, <laughs> promiscuity yeah. wrecks, wrecks the lives of women. And so the biggest thing is that I've seen that happen and we got to fix it. We got to do something in society to fix it. But promiscuity also wrecks men. And one of the biggest things I also talk about is that in the black community, one of the biggest issues with single motherhood is also a byproduct of promiscuity in the lives of men as well. So to me, I un like, I'm not... In regards to this topic, it is the most complicated. You need two and a half years to discuss it. But my biggest thing is that if we keep on creating a society where men and women are just sleeping around with each other, there is no way we're going to create happy, healthier families. It's just going to continue to degrade our society. I, th I think that I think part of you of what you said about women is a is accurate. I think that the the, the larger a woman's body count, the more dudes she has sex with. I think that is not. Uh, uh, tenable for a long-lasting relationship. Mm -hmm. Guys are a little bit different, bro. I say this all the time. Before you go and buy the car you're going to drive the rest of your life, go okay. test drive some cars. And you, Get out there wait, and drive wait, on I, some road. Can, can, can I, I finish? No, I have something I want to ask. Wait, well, would, you, saying, would, like, you say, I, would you say yeah. he should educate himself on the car? And understand the nature. Oh, you, you should understand car, everything about the, the car. Hood. You got to sample some cars. Yeah. This is my opinion on guys. Guys and girls are different. Okay. What do you call a girl that slept with 100 guys? Ho. A fucking hoe. <laughs> what do you call a guy that slept with a, a bunch of 100 women? <laughs> Andrew Tate. He's a total pimp. It's a total different du double but standard. I, I, I would argue when you're 20 years old, yeah. yes, but as men mature, as men grow in life, I don't think they're. I don't think a guy like Patrick is looking at the guy like who slept with a hundred thousand girls. Like, oh, he's the man to me. I think. I, I think. And my and the point that I want to yes. bring up in regards to that, the promiscuity point, is that. When, when we're asking about what's best for society, we have to talk about the consequences. There's consequences for women, but as men, I cannot tell you how many guys I know who are my friends, who they're in the hundreds of girls. They have children outside of wedlock. There's SCDs. Yeah. There's effects of it. We got, we got to stop no acting doubt. like sex has no consequences. You're, you're absolutely right. There's that, everything comes down to risk and reward. Mm -hmm. Everything comes down to risk and reward, supply and demand. Mm -hmm. There's going to be risk with having sex with a lot of women. There's going to be reward with having sex with a lot mm -hmm. of women. Again, I don't think that women should have high body counts. I don't mm -hmm. think it's a good look for women. Like the fact that there's these women like but, Mia Khalifa and Lana Rhodes that are now doing wife school. Right. Like the irony. <laughs> They're not in wife school. That full on <laughs> porno stars, DP advocates are out here teaching women how to be wives is oh, such a foolish, ridiculous sign of the times. So you have full on porn stars saying, all right, ladies, this is how you have to be a good wife. What are you talking about, woman? Yeah, that, that's society today. Um, could I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Do you think women are lied to about men from a young age? Yeah. Okay, tell me. 
Huh? I'm just, I'm just okay. Why? So, the, so let me give you an example. Depending on the culture, in Christian culture, like let's not use Christian culture. I'm sorry. Yeah, you that's guys not like the majority. Right, we're talking let's, about let's the majority. Let me tell you. Right? Let me tell you okay. what are the myths. Right. Let me tell you a lie. You can work a job. Do whatever you want. And then when you're ready to settle down, a man will be there for you. How many women believe that lie today? They're mm-hmm. going to work a job, make all this money, and then when I make my money, then all of a sudden my husband's going to be coming down the corner to me. That's a huge lie that women Brother, believe today. Brother, I see that every single day. The, yeah. I have a bunch of 38, 42-year-old friends. They're yeah. like, where's my dude? I'm like, he He's not coming. And they got lied to. They got deceived. Yeah. To your point, mm-hmm. modern feminism, third wave feminism, if not the fourth and second wave, mm-hmm. deceived a lot of women. You're, they've been lied to, mm-hmm. and that lie is ruining their yes. lives, especially in the black community. I don't, it's know. Sad. I don't know if it's lied to. I feel like it's like girls just want to make choices and have no consequences. I mean, because at an innate level, like we know, and this is what I was saying earlier on the show before we know that sleeping around is not good we know it and i'll tell you i'll tell you why i'll Do tell women you women know it though I'll t- okay okay then why if they don't then why is the first thing a woman calls someone when they don't like them is a hoe and a yeah if, if they don't know it and who's who's lied to more men or women in regards to what um the question i asked earlier in relationships mm-hmm. about about female and male nature i think i honestly believe men probably are lied to more than women are lied to Mm -hmm. because there's just so much Disney Channel garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, to your point about women not knowing, I truly believe that there's a whole generation of people that were brainwashed with bad information. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm sorry, but I don't believe in this whole women intuition. They just feel everything and they know everything. I don't believe in that. Mm -hmm. I believe that a lot of women, unfortunately today, got really, really bad information. They thought it was true, and now their lives are wrecked because of it. Are boys lied to about how to attract women? Boys? A hundred percent. Okay. I don't okay. know if they're lied to, but they're maybe just not given in, but it's, uh, the, the correct information. Mm. Like, yeah. Being nice. Is, yeah. Yeah. Probably like not flowers and Last three questions, because we have to hard out in about 10 minutes. Uh, we yeah. want to get to Super Chats. Mm. Uh, you brought him up, and you just did an interview with him recently, so I feel the need just to ask you about this. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Red Pill. You brought up the name Andrew Tate. You just mm-hmm. did a massive interview with him mm-hmm. four days ago, I want to say, whatever it was. We've all seen the breaking news as of mm-hmm. yesterday or whenever mm-hmm. it was that he was arrested in Romania for human trafficking or sex trafficking or money laundering or what it is. Um, my question, let's start with you. Every, everything that we know, good, bad, ugly about Tate, do you think he's a net positive or a net negative for society today? On net positive. You think so? Uh-huh, yeah. Really? Uh-huh, yeah. Explain why. Um, to me, one of the things, I don't know him personally, so I can't attest to it. I'm a long-form content guy, so if I'm going to criticize you, I'm going to watch long-form content and come to my conclusions. One of the things I do really love about Tate is the evolution and the growth. I'm, all, I'm big on that. I love the evolution and the growth. And I think Tate's one of Tate's core messages is men and women coming together. He, he's constantly preaching yeah. that. He's constantly talking about that. And, and he, I believe he has a genuine desire to see men win. The jokes, the antics, I love jokes and antics, so I can, I can overlook it personally. I know most people can't. But I do believe he's an individual recently who's working, who's working really hard to at least make the world a better place. Yeah, I respect that. Obviously, I assume you think he's a net positive. I want to know what you think the best advice that Tate gives to men out there. The best, what do I think is the best advice he gives to men? Um, oh gosh, there's so many. <laughs> I like when he calls people brokies. <laughs> okay, yeah. I just think it's funny. Um, 
I, I like when he talks about having a strong body and a strong mind. That's good. Like, I think that's like that's kind of where you have to start with in life. Like yeah. that, even that's that could go for women too. You know, if you're not healthy. Respect. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna see what's gonna happen with him. I think uh, there's more news out there that he's gonna be have to be stuck in uh, Romania for the next 30 days. I don't know. We'll mm -hmm. see what happens. But I, I, listen, I, we talked about this earlier on PBD podcast. There's three things that I think Tate stands for. Okay, and. The, the third one, I think, is the most important, but the top two are the ones that get all the clicks and get all the highlighted uh, and basically make all the headlines. Number one is the um, chauvinism component of it and uh, basically being a toxic masculinity type of guy, which that, 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 that is what grabs headlines. Chauvinist uh, Andrew Tate or uh, what's the other term for chauvinism? Misogynistic. Misogynistic, exactly. Uh, but... That, that that's sort of the headline. The number two is everything that he talks about with the systems and the matrix and dude was attacked when we did our interview out there with him. He got taken down by, I think it was Facebook first, Instagram, then it turned out to be Snapchat, YouTube, uh, uh, TikTok, bing, bing, bing. And then it came Uber, then it came Lyft, then it came PayPal, then it came Stripe, then it came Airbnb. And it was just like with one press of the button, the system took him down. So I think people want to highlight that. But I think if you really watch his long-form content, all he's talking about is male self-improvement. Yeah. Make and your money, stop advice. being a brokey, um, yeah. work out, deal with some shit, like be resilient, be tough, be strong, be a badass, like be the dude that, that, that the woman wants, not the, woman, not the dude that you think that the woman wants. You see what I'm saying right there? And I think that advice gets lost for the common viewer. They don't really appreciate what he's actually doing so i fully agree that he's a net positive for society male improvement next question yeah. i want to know real quickly because we have a few time male improvement how do you think male improvement and the male improvement space has evolved and where do you see it headed from here i personally um am very if i'm being honest i don't think the male improvement space has evolved i think it's devolved I think what's happened is you have a lot of these, these new actors who are in the space for clicks, views, and attention, and money. That's why they're in the space. They're genuinely not trying to see men win. They're, it's like, they're kind of like CNN, right? Is CNN trying to build, Amer build America together than the Trump era? No, it's just trying to make yeah. dollars and get clicks. Eyeballs. So, so what's happened is we have a whole generation of these new influencers who's entering into the space who really don't have the best interests for men. And so to me, I'm really excited about content creators like Ahamza and individuals who genuinely want to see men's lives improve. So there is some good things in the space, but I definitely see the space evolving because you have a lot of these new characters who just want clicks, views, and attention, and I believe it's not best for the society as a whole gotcha you want to weigh in on that i know you don't give advice to men <laughs> but for your but you kind of are peripherally in the men's advice space where do you see it headed um i mean i would look at more of what you're saying as a caution sign so call <laughs> be cautious um i i think that there's a lot of great guys in the space that are helping men and they're very passionate about it and i think they do a good job <laughs> Pearl is going to run for some sort of political position. The diplomacy on you is Pearl, amazing. Are you familiar with a guy by the name of Derek Jackson? <sighs> oh, God. Where are you going with this? I'm just curious. Yeah, I've heard of him. Okay. I'm just, 
Okay. What about him? No, I, just, I think I he's trying to compare me to him. That's like uh, why? I feel like it's like a passive aggressive. Yeah, no, I was curious. Yeah. I was curious if she was familiar with Derek Jackson because mm-hmm. one of the criticisms that they gave about Derek Jackson was Derek Jackson was a guy who yeah, did. he likes to say that I don't mean what I say. Like that's what he said last time. One of the criticisms mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. gave with Derek Jackson. One one of the criticisms that people gave of Derrick Jackson was he was a guy who went crazy hard on guys. So he would say every single point that women believed women would say about guys, but because he was a man, he would say it, and people were really upset about him. So to me, it was just like there was... I'm just very curious if she's ever heard people like heard about him or heard comparisons, which she obviously told me she did. Because from, yeah, from you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Listen, before we wrap up, Nat, you've got some super chats. I do have do some here. super chats. Yes. Okay. Do you want to you want to go through that and then we'll do a wrap up? Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna go, go through them as fast as I can because we got a lot today. So thank you all. I'm gonna be thank reading the. Thank you guys the... for the super chats. Go fast. No questions. We don't have time. Okay. So comments. If they ask them. a question, we can maybe answer it in another show or something like that. You got it. So I'm gonna read the ten dollars and up because we do have a lot of them. So nice. let me start. We've got one from uh, Zancelli. Uh, children on marriage versus children with a random chick. Marriage is not fair if it doesn't protect you from having a child taken away. Cheers to Brazil. Sorry for my English mistakes. You did a good job. Uh, Glenn Lawrence, uh, Ruslan KD, how about you? And sit down. Uh, I would get back to Los Angeles. We sit down and we talk about it from a biblical standpoint since you have a lot to say. Most red pill guys, and this is the next chat, most red pill guys would say common law marriage if you want kids, but do it in a state that doesn't recognize common law marriage or community property. That's from Come On Man podcast. Uh, then we have the modern stay-at-home mom. I see Afisa's point. Teach men how to pick good women at a very least. If divorce happens, you have the same values and a chance of the most valuable asset, which is children, need to bring priority in di- divorce. We have Adam Sutton. Uh, How is Hafiz going to keep asking to finish uh, the whole conversation? The male. Uh, I'll just skip that. Pearl, you have 20 IQ points over this dude. Why so soft? Big bank. Uh, then we have um, another one from Myron Light. I respect data. Hafiz came in with data. Pearl, um, she, didn't give, she just gave personal stories. Then we have uh, TY City, Uncut Underground. Uh-oh, the old... My channel is not for men. I don't give advice. Cop out. Pearl better change the misleading titles. Female nature. See you all tonight. Uh, Ruslan. Uh, this is from Glenn Lawrence. Don't uh, dodge me, bro. Let's have a conversation. That's from Ruslan? Yeah, that's from someone trying to reach out to Ruslan. Oh, Glenn right. Lawrence. <laughs> uh, then we have Class E Beats. Hafiz, please answer your questions. Adam asked you specifically what advice would you give men, and you didn't answer. I want to hear what you have to say, but you're not getting to the point. It's kind of hard to listen. Then we have Blue Baggins. Let's give it up to Hafiz for not wearing one of those tangerines or lime-flavored suits today. Uh, then we have Pat Sedman, Polished Passport, $50. We appreciate you. Uh, these days, when you go to the doctor, financial advisors, fitness channels, you get different opinions. You have to know to be your own financial advisor or therapist. Use the data available to make your choice. That's why Hafiz doesn't get about the red pill. Then we have from Myron Light. Um, it says, why does Pearl keep looking at a phone when Hafiz is talking? Um, Hafiz is staying calm. Then we have none from another one from Wealth Engineering. Hafiz made an ac- accusation on the red pill. Don't give all the info as entertainment channel. Wants to put you in the info out there. What's your response to that? Then we actually have one from Rollo, the rational male. Challenge accepted, Hafiz. I consistently quote Dr. Buss, Rob Henderson, Steve Stewart-Williams, Gad Sad, Martin Hasley, Stephen Picker, etc. on every show you 
you are ignorant to the material. Uh, then we have from Iron Light, Pearl today, I don't give advice, I just repeat your other YouTubers, just like Rolo said, he said you copied Fresh and Fit and Rolo the entire time. Last few, we have Pearly uh, from TY City, Pearl has no idea about, about what to do with her own uh, life outside of being independent as Lost, um, woman interviews on her show. Sunny Black, uh, Pearl, would you follow a man now that you're a boss babe? Uh, then we have one from Hedrick Sam, Red Pill. She answered about that, by the way. She's looking to follow a man. She's looking to follow okay. a man, guys. Uh, then we have from Sunny Black, Pro, would you follow a man? All right, answer that. Uh, Red Pill isn't about women's nature. You de facto learn what men natures too, because men literally run their lives from femme-centric uh, perspective. Red Pill's explained for willing to unplug it. Uh, then we have one from Xanrex. Uh, people interested in having families are not aware that parents shouldn't be more than 20 to 30 years older than the first child, closer to 20s for women, and no more than two years old between sub subsequent children. Uh, then we have one that says, um, I'm Courtney Michelle, hypocritically I have, hypocritically I'm ha is having a wife school but not promoting or even wanting to be a wife. Then we have a last few. Uh, here we go. We have Myron Light. If Hafiz stays calm, he wins easily. Data wins. Pearl's fighting emotion at this time. Hafiz kind of rambles to talk fast. Anyone can see he won this first based on facts. Then we have Jay Swiss, $50. He said, fails. Then he said, then we have someone from Dildo Swaggins. Hafiz, if you're the average guy, makes between 37000 to 50000 per year. How much money should a guy make before getting married? Is it hundred k? I ask because only 1% of black men make hundred k per year. Does that mean that men, only 1% of black men should get married? Uh, then we have one bomb, Reclaim Your Throne. Robin Williams, Anthony Burden, the freaking Green Ranger. Hafiz, you're lost 99% of your wealth at age 35. You can hustle. If you lose that same amount at 65, you're wax. Uh, then we have from TY City, I don't give advice. Translation, I don't want to be accountable for what I say. Then we have uh, one from Rational Whale. We'll finish off with his. Um, he said, influencers like Derek Jackson are far bigger problem for men today than anyone in the red pill. Hafiz is just another responsible hustler trying to convince men on the plantation. Uh, so those are, oh, and then we have, last one, sorry. Uh, Sonic Boom, marriage is a man, t uh, mar marriage is a man-made construct construct. Men, uh, marriage is not even necessary for means in life itself. You don't need to marriage to live and have sex, but you do need in order to create a life. Drop marriage, what's that? Um, those are all of the $10 Thank in you, up chats. Nah. Thank you all wow. for the chats. Can, Guys. can I ask one more question? Sure. Did Derek Jacks give advice? He was entertaining. Like you are. Did he give advice? He was a yes most entertaining no, person. Question. Did he give advice? I don't think the director actually gave advice. He was entertaining like you were. <sighs> okay. All right. Guys, he, okay. I'm going to do three things, and it's gonna, all going to take three minutes, and then we got to wrap up. But yeah. here's what I will say. I don't know if you're on Team Hafiz. I don't know if you're on Team Pearl. I don't know if you're on Team Valuetainment. I don't know if you came here to see these guys argue, get along. I don't know what I... Here's what I do know. Uh, you have to respect people who put themselves out there you have to one of my favorite quotes is from teddy roosevelt you're familiar with the man in the arena mm -hmm. it is not the critic who counts there's a lot of haters out there it's not the critic who counts it's not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better the credit belongs to the man or woman mm -hmm. who actually is in the arena and then the quote goes on so what the, whether they know victory or defeat uh, that it goes on but the point is I was, uh, I, because I was short of time, I don't want to read the whole quote. 
But I want to res- I want to say how much I respect the both of you for being here, whether you agree, disagree, putting yourself out there and starting something. When we met, you had less than 50,000 subscribers a year ago, mm-hmm. and you're about to hit a million. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, Pearl. Thank Amazing. You. Yeah. Thank you. When we met, you had like a half a million on... <laughs> on uh, the roommates mm-hmm. and now you don't even do content that much anymore <laughs> because you're working on something else yeah. but I have to give respect for people who are doing what they want to be doing and putting themselves out there yeah. so respect to you guys here's the last question there's going to be a lot of things you guys disagree upon don't see eye to eye here's the last thing I want you to do I would like each of you to say one nice thing about the other <laughs> or what you respect the most or what you admire the most about the other person who would like to go first care if I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you so much. I think, Pearl, what I admire the most about you is most people don't notice about about our relationship mm-hmm. is that in 2021, you paid for a session to ask me for advice. Mm-hmm. You had a desire to grow a YouTube channel. You had a plan. You had a heart. You had a hustle. You had a drive. And you freaking made it happen. I cannot tell you 99% of people who call me and ask me for advice, they don't do a single thing. But you literally, not saying I helped you, I'm just saying, but you were a person that was, was so hungry and Mm-hmm. you did what you sat out to do mm-hmm. and a year later you are crushing it in regards to the monetary success so for as an individual who mm-hmm. had the dream and accomplished that dream shout out to you for t- taking action that's awesome that's a great story i had no clue about that mm-hmm. that's awesome all right pearl mm-hmm. say something nice about our friend hafiz here what do you admire about hafiz i i think it was cool that you came today i was surprised that you came um and i also i always thought you were a great interviewer um, when you did the interviews with like Kevin Samuels, AMS, all those guys, I just like genuinely thought you were literally a great interviewer. Thank you. So kind of you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Nat, biggest takeaway today's episode and then we're wrapping this bad boy up. Um, biggest takeaway, uh, I would say would be um, creating a space where people can uh, reply back and forth with each other and have um, a chance to you know, give your opinion and take that information and move accordingly. Respect. Um, Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if you guys want to see more friendly, open debates, discourse like this, let us know. And who would you like to see debate here on Valuetainment? I, I give opinions, I give advice, I give entertainment, but more than, more than anything, I like to see people with disagreements come together and let the audience, uh, kind of make their own judgment on who wins. Uh, final takeaway of today's episode. Ten seconds or less. What do you want people to know about you in this I had, episode? I had fun. Okay. I had fun. I thought it was good. Awesome. Go ahead. Yeah, man. I appreciate the conversation. At the end of the day, I want to see men have the best life possible. And men, whatever tools you can find and whatever people that can give you the best advice have the best life possible, men winning is all that matters to me. There we go. All right. We got to wrap up today. We got to go pay some bills. We got some lights that we got to get rid of. I want to thank Pearl for being here. I want to thank Hafiz for being here. Again, respect goes to the man or woman in the arena is not the critic that counts. So thank you guys for being here. We appreciate you. And we appreciate you, all you guys out there, the thousands and thousands and thousands of you that are watching live right now that will watch us afterwards. Respect. Thank you for watching. We out. Subscribe to Valuetainment. We love you. Peace out. Mm.